I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Yo, you know these rappers dudes talk shit, start killing. Fuck that guy, goons like an arch villain. I'm from the South, ain't got no accent, don't know why. So my rappers child's play. I do my name like Princess Die. Yeah, they say they want the realness. Rap about my real life. Told me I should just quit. First of all, you talk white. Second of all, you talk like you haven't given up yet. Rap stepfather, yeah, you hate me, but you will respect. I put in work, ask Ludwig, put my soul on the track like shoes did, play this for my cousin, now he can't even think straight, black and white music, now nigga, that's a mixtape, hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast, your host Rod and Karen, and we're in the house on a Sunday, 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 mm-hmm. starting off this week, right, um, of course, uh, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic, just search the Blackout Tips. Leave us five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. We love when we get those. We do. And we read them if they're positive. And if uh, they're negative, we just say, go fuck yourself. I mean, it's pretty simple, right? Really simple. Uh, you can also do stuff like go to theblackouttips.com, log in there, become a premium subscriber, uh, donate to the show, um, you know, make sure you guys uh, vote in the polls, leave comments, all that great stuff. The official weapon of the show is... The taser. And the unofficial sport... Is bullet ball. The bullet ball extreme. And uh, congrats to him, then Lauren. They got married this weekend. Yes, they did. Saw all the pictures on Facebook. They're looking beautiful. beautiful. Props to them, man. Shout out to KTG. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, we do have sponsors today. Let me go ahead and read them. This podcast is brought to you by Shadow Dog Productions. They've got a new audio play album out. Uh, it's, that's, it's called That Thatch-tastic Thatcher with Thatcher Johnson Weldon. Um, also starring friends of the show, Vanell, John Fouts, and Lisa St. Odom. You can find it on iTunes. Let me, uh, put the, uh, link in the chat. I'll also put this on the website later today. So you go to theblackoutist.com. It should be like one of the first posts up. But, um, yeah, uh, Thatcher is a brilliant, uh, actress who's, uh, you know, young, but, um, you know, her mom lets her, uh, her hang out with our ratchet asses for some reason. Yeah, yeah I don't and, know why, you know, but she does. I don't question those decisions. Um, but, uh, yeah, we, um, you know, she's very talented, man. And now she has her very. own album out. Um, uh, and like I said, it has all kinds of people on it that you guys know from the show. Um, so hopefully you guys go check that out. It's the thatch, that thatch, thatch. <laughs> why did we test her right? Dexter definitely did this as a tongue twister. That Thatch-tastic Thatcher with Thatcher Johnson Weldon. There you go. So um, I guess let's get right into the show. Um, everybody's uh, getting getting all hype about this uh, Black Spider-Man. Have you been seeing that? Everybody wants Black Spider-Man? No. Yeah, because, you know, Sony um, and Marvel are kind of sharing the rights to Spider-Man now. Um, so people are saying, Hey, maybe it shouldn't be, um, Miles Morales, which is something I said as soon as it happened. I was like, I mean, it shouldn't be Peter Parker. I was like, it should be Miles Morales. It's been enough years. He has enough, um, background. People are tired of seeing Peter's origin story again and again and again. It never changes. Even if you did a Peter Parker story, you kind of need to not do, um, you kind of would need to not do his origin again. There's no reason to. Right. So, you know, they would be casting a new person anyway. And I said, why not? You know, why not do Miles Morales as 
you know, as the next Spider-Man instead of uh, Peter Parker. So that stars the, well, why can't, you know, um, some people even saying maybe they go with a black Peter Parker, you know, which I don't think they have to do. I would just like to see the Miles Morales story because I've read the comics. It's been a few years now. There's enough rich history there, I guess, to, to, to do it. They have an origin story in place. They have some you know love interest they have you know all this stuff by the time a movie came out you know they would definitely already have many storylines to choose from and he's one of those he's one of my favorite characters and i think people will go watch it just because of spider-man i don't think it would do any worse because it would be black spider-man you know mm-hmm. like i don't i don't think race has anything to do with the character necessarily as far as like well you can't be spider-man and be a black person you know like it's still a mask and It'll be a different person, so you won't have that pushback from people that are loyal to Peter Parker. And I think people will actually enjoy a nice, fresh take on it. I don't know who they would get to play it. Um, maybe an unknown actor I haven't thought of yet. Um, you know, Jaden Smith, maybe he could do it only because he's about the right age. I don't, I mean, I think he can act as well, but just because I don't know many actors in that age range, you know. Um, but I would like to see that, you know. Um, and I don't think, it's not like saying, him being black it's not like saying well make bruce wayne black it's not changing the character per se like if it was like black aquaman i would understand people being upset because you know black people can't swim you know <laughs> you, have a, you have an emergency black that, women don't let their head get wet right you have an emergency that happens you know uh six seven feet into the water then you're on your own man like you gotta you gotta it's like can you get a little closer to the shore maybe a black aquaman can like help you out a little bit um and yeah if it was a black woman aquaman i mean come on no way she's getting her hair wet for for the shit so i can understand the limitations in that way but you know i, I kind of wouldn't mind seeing miles morales portrayed on the screen um and especially after they've already said that other shit has flopped and then why not give black people a chance i personally think they should i do agree with that it needs to be somebody different you know peter parker that storyline has been around for a very very long time mm-hmm. and um it's time to do a fresh and a new um I, I think honestly and i know uh they want to do a change so if you're going to do a change you need to do younger because peter parker is younger um the last dude that played uh spider-man in the most recent ones he could act his ass off like he was a very very good actor um and i like the series that he has done um i know a lot of people which i don't know what the fuck wrong with them a lot of people said that the other ones uh the spider-man before this new series was good nigga no that shit was terrible he was a terrible spider-man he had no chemistry with the female it was just a bad it was just terrible he couldn't act yeah um and to me i think you do need to start afresh you do need to start anew and i could see them doing something like this because they're always pushing the boundaries for comic book movies. Um, and I think that as much as people complain about what they're doing, they're making a lot of money. So obviously they're doing something correct. And even the motherfuckers complaining is still giving their money away. So why are you complaining? Because they really don't care about you complaining, writing polls, doing think pieces, you know, putting out all these podcasts shitting on everything they do because you at the end of the day you still gonna spend your goddamn money mm-hmm. and that's all they care about so they might as well tell you a great story yep i'm into it um 
you know i've seen people say that they don't like that aquaman is uh jason momoa who is the guy who played the new conan um he's also uh the guy from, the one we've seen or that's a different one yeah that's the one we saw okay, and yeah. also he's a guy from um season one and maybe yeah season one of uh, game of thrones who was um the khaleesi's um you know uh, love interest yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so you know i think you know I, I do feel like people um get up they got upset with him they were like he's too dark if you're underwater, you'll be white. You'll be, you know, your skin will be pale. This doesn't make sense. Meanwhile, oh. you know, uh, where he, like the, um, Polynesian people, uh, are, um, is that the right word? Polynesian? Is that what, um, yeah, that's what, that's what, uh, dude that used to play for the Steelers is, right? And whatever, you know, like the Hawaiian type tropical people, mm-hmm. they are that color and they live on the ocean. They live by the, you know, like, so it doesn't make sense that, oh, no, it has to be a white man if it's Aquaman, no, you know? No, people get on my nerves when it comes to these things because, you know what, it's based off a goddamn made-up story in the fucking comic book, people. Come on, calm down. You know, it's like they're telling you a, a made-up story, but all of a sudden we got to be, quote-unquote, factual. We have to be sure that it fits everything biological. Guess what? Motherfuckers can't shoot shit out their eyes. They can't make shit appear out of nowhere. They can't shrink in the ants. They can't fly through the air. They can't take a motherfucking bullet. They can't be green. They can't be all this shit. It's And so, you know, it's funny how all of a sudden it becomes an excuse when it's quote-unquote not what you think it should be when the whole universe and the whole world is based off of somebody's goddamn imagination. Come on, people. All right. So, you know, it's just a lot of that going around, but I'm glad that, uh, you know, that they're considering it because I, I feel like that's the way to go, honestly. Me too. And, 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 and to me, diversity is a good thing. I think it, I think you should branch out into other, uh, cultures, other backgrounds, you know, branch out into Hispanic, branch out into Indian, branch out into Asian, because I can guarantee you, I have read all the comics, but I guarantee you it's comic books out there with these genre of people in it that are not mainstream and, you know, would like for their stories to be told on this type of and kind of a platform, too. Um, even some comic books, and you've told me, have talked about um, uh, uh, domestic violence. They've talked about uh, gay couples. Like, they've talked about all these things. And guess what? Eventually, this stuff is going to creep its way into the comic book genre and into the movies eventually. I think it will because comic books have a tendency to push the genre quicker than, you know, a lot of other things that people will be willing to accept. Or if they accept it, um, it's not going to be... How can you say it? It's going to be a lot of times not stuff that the masses will watch. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I just think there's a lot of, I just, I just think there's a lot of that assumption, but I don't think it's necessarily been proven when they say, well, white people won't watch this. Well, we had Blade, you know, that, that started all this comic book revolution stuff. You know, there's this idea that, you know, black people or stories about minorities, cause, you know, Miles Morales is also half Latino. Mm-hmm is somehow gonna you know derail everything we gotta go with a white man or else you know nothing else will succeed and it's just kind of sad that people even approach it like that and you know this idea that something can't succeed is in my opinion mostly fabricated because they never give it a chance and once you don't give something a chance you're you're complicit in the reason it doesn't succeed um and i and i think um a lot of people kind of um fall into that mental trap of buying that buying into that you know right um 
and it won't be black people's fault or whatever but if you given in to bigotry in your industry then it will always be served and it and it promotes that bigotry and it reinforces it look at um the writing world right mm-hmm. you have people upset that uh the hunger games had a black girl starring in a role that was obviously about a black girl right she was described as a black child she was basically the size of black primrose which is katniss's little sister and you know a katniss in the book apparently not necessarily white so right so you had people that were rooting for this in their minds as long as it was white and then you know when that bigotry wasn't served they went online complaining they were very upset but the movie still sold and did so well the subsequent movies did so well Mm -hmm. that should teach you that the good material is what drives the sales and drives the attention you can't just serve like this racial um this like this racial undertone to everything where it's just like well man we could give black people a shine but it's gonna fuck up so i would almost like to see marvel and i think marvel will do it i think they're that forward thinking i do too if anyone would do it as marvel i would like to see marvel be like yeah we've been working on miles morales we the peter parker thing is kind of tired it's been about six seven movies now um, right let's go ahead and give them something different and i think people would actually like it and if they go with Miles Morales, the good news is it doesn't mean Peter Parker's dead or anything because Peter Parker still kind of exists in that, you know, that universe. Like, right. you can just have them both at some point. But, um, and, and vice versa. Even if they went with Peter Parker, it doesn't mean Miles Morales can't come into play at some point. But I think it's time for them to start thinking about that because um, Black Spider-Man need to happen, man. Yeah, I agree. And also, and I think for my thing, I guess my perspective is very insulting when um, people say characters can only be uh, certain colors, be it black or white or whatever they are like, because there are all types of stories that can be told. And when you say like Peter Parker or Spider-Man can only be white, you're dismissing a whole culture full of backgrounds and stories and histories that can be told in different types of manners. You're dismissing a whole culture based off of your bias going, well, if I'm not familiar with it, fuck it. And that's to me, that's not good. Like I said, and Marvel want all the money, all the money, all the money. So if you want all the money, guess what? You got to represent all the people. Exactly. Um, all right. Uh, let's see what else is going on. Oh, this bad news kind of, uh, Bobby Christina. Now they're saying she's had drug problems and she had used heroin and other drugs for being found in the bathtub. A source says, Oh, I know they have been stories about her having, you know, doing drugs. And- yeah. It says she's been in and out of rehab since her mom died. Um, she was regularly using heroin, cocaine, and Xanax in recent months. Oh. And a heavy drinker. One of the sources say Brown regularly says she often appeared to be high, slurring her words, seeming incoherent. So, it could be, you know, anything, which is sad, because if it's, you know, it, it, like, it, that'll really be, like, just like how her mother died. Right, and she's still in that coma. Yeah, like, she, they still haven't taken her out. Mm-hmm. Um uh, or maybe she still has to come out of it on her own. I don't know right. how it's. I know it was induced at one point, but who knows what's going on now? But uh, yeah, man, it's just sad, dog, to hear something like that. A young person that just, uh, you know, kind of the sins of the father, or whatever, kind of land at your feet. Yeah, my my heart goes out to to just that whole you know family because it's just one of those things where. 
uh, when things like that happen, children are affected. And a lot of times, children, I'll, it's sad. Sometimes they get pushed to the side, like their feelings and how they uh, deal with it are not always addressed properly or in the proper manner sometimes. And this is a sad result of that sometimes when things, when hurt and pain is not addressed properly. Yeah. Don Lemon messed up on the air again. But uh, this time it wasn't um, about race this time. So maybe that's a positive, you know, a net gain is uh, he, he messed up, but not necessarily racially. Um, he said bullshit live on the air. Well, back to her and further, if we learned anything from the Brian Williams ordeal at NBC, it's that their initial responses were inadequate. Okay. It's in some ways crisis communications 101. I want to get this, this is from media. He says it's total bullshit. BS, excuse me. I mean, a total BS. Pardon me, I did not mean to, for that to come out. He says, if you were assigned, yeah, and it's important to get both sides. That's why we pointed that out. And again, I, my apologies. Can we get a right here on this camera? Apologies for using that word. It'll never happen again. It was just a slip of the tongue. Thank you very much, Brian. Thank you. Thank you very much, Frank says, and I appreciate uh, it. Ah, uh, oh, man, how does uh, he keep a job? Yeah, he won't get suspended. Won't get a fine. Nothing. He'll be, he'll be back on the air tomorrow, y'all. Don't 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 worry about it. Don't get your pennies in the bunch, y'all. I mean, if Biden your uh, uh, your attacker's dick off didn't get him fired, I don't think this will either. Me either. But man, what a, what a crazy crazy thing. Um, I don't know if we talked about this on the air, but Kanye West kind of confirmed that uh, Tiger and Kylie Jenner are dating. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that nigga thought he was gonna be like, nah, dog, we ain't dating. Word. Yeah, he had an interview with uh, 105, uh, Breakfast Club 105.1 uh, in New York. Yeah, I believe that. And he said that uh, um, Kyle, K- Kanye confirms Tiger and Kylie Jenner relationship. Contrary to what Tiger said earlier this week, Kanye says Tiger is smart for getting with Ty- uh, Kylie early and that their age difference isn't that big a deal. He said uh, he also talked shit about Amber Rose. He said if Kim had given him a chance, there would be no Amber Rose. Um, Yeezy confirms that he had been trying to get with Kim for a long time. Several years ago, Amber Rose opened up in an interview where she said Kim, Kanye and Kim would sneak around to be together and that she found Kim's news in Kanye's computer and Kanye confirms it all, but says that if Kim would have gotten him, gotten him, given him a shot initially, Amber would have never existed. Then he says that most women don't want to follow up behind Amber Rose. He said he had to take 30 showers to wash Amber Rose off before he could get with Kim. But I guess uh, the other way was fine for Kim to have been with Ray J. I don't know. I hope that's not true. Uh, maybe he was just exaggerating because I, I think he did, mm-hmm. still does take shots at Amber Rose all the time. And as much as he claimed that nigga was hurt. Yeah. You can't make that. You, I mean, it's just, oh, the album was the bomb, but them 808 and Heartbreak, dog, that was pain, dog. Yeah. <laughs> the whole album cried and had tears on it. Yeah. Um. So it was just kind of kind of a weird shot to take at her. Um, and Amber Rose did uh, take some shots back at Kanye. Um, oh, you know she is. Yeah, she went on Twitter. Um, cause you know, it's gag order or no gag order. Everybody has their limits and you start talking shit and this all plays out publicly. It's crazy. You know, celebrities, they're just like us. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. I don't, I don't see po folks, uh, play they stuff out on social media too. So it's just the same rich thing. So she said, I'm always so quiet and just a cool, fun girl. 
the funny thing is i'm all for a woman making something out of nothing at kanye west i'll leave it up to the cartrashians to humiliate you when they are done with you at kanye west after all these years i've never snitched on you and i don't plan on starting now we once loved each other so i won't do you like that at kanye west this is my moment to let the world know who you really are and the things you've done to me wait 30 hours but kim let ray j nut on her never mind right you don't think she gonna bring that up yeah um it's crazy just the whole you know the way they putting each other out there man you know um and and you know kanye like i said i think kanye's just about kanye i the the craziest part to me in the interview was him saying black people shouldn't if they want racism to stop they need to stop seeing race and then i swear to god the next question he answered was something about how uh he was he has been stereotyped as an angry black man and that's what's keeping him out of fashion industry yeah because he only see race and racism applied to his life as long as it's for him then yeah racism is a thing and it's a problem when it's for everybody else, then it's, you know, it's y'all problem. I need to fix that. Y'all problem. Uh, Chris Brown and Tiger were hanging out together. That sounds like a good combination. Mm. They did an interview together and they had some quotes. Mm. Be afraid. You might get knocked out and <coughs> your underage girl have a relationship. <laughs> what the fuck is happening with this? Uh, Chris on how he maintains a monogamous relationship on the road. The hardest part is still keeping the monogamous relationship while still wanting to be the 25-year-old sex symbol. That's the only hard part. You'll go do shows, might walk past Trey Song's room, and you'll see about six or seven of them things in there and be like, dang, I just want to slide in there and have a couple drinks real quick. I'll tell my girl about it later. So you know what I do? I bring them all to my room while Karuchi is there. I'd rather her see it than her hear about it or think it's something else. I don't even know what that means. So he just brings them to his room mm-hmm. and hangs out with random chicks. Groupies in his room with his girlfriend. Yep. Because, like, and this just me, It it's not surprising to me because the way everything was coming out, sound like they had a, a open relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like, sound like they, you know, did threesomes with people and all this shit. You know, it sound like they wouldn't, they didn't keep it, you know, private or anything like that. Like, they were very open. So he's like, fuck it. I'm, I, why hide from you? Why we gonna bring the bitches in here? You gonna see all the bitches. You gonna see what everybody's doing. Yeah, that just seems kind of, I guess that's why you, you know, I don't know how, how you could try to be in love with a sex symbol slash, um, artist, whatever, celebrity. Cause I mean, I couldn't even imagine trying to pull some shit like that. Like, like hey, Karen, I brought seven groupies here. Cause you know, I gotta, maintain my my sex symbol status but we're we not gonna do nothing we just gonna hang out in the hotel room that that me and you pay for that we normally just kick it in like that i don't i mean i don't know maybe he was trying to speak in code for the, they fuck them all or something or maybe maybe they do some sort of like threesome stuff right i mean everybody's relationship is different but it's just it's just one of those things where Unless this is something that y'all discuss and you just bringing random bitches in the room, yes, most people are gonna have a problem with that. Hey, if that's how him and Chocobo get down. That's that's on them, man. Tiger, uh, on why he posted the lovey dovey Instagram post about Kylie yesterday. So wait, he posted another one. All right, these niggas ain't gotta stop. What he posted? So wait, now I gotta look this up. Tiger. 
Instagram, Kylie. Like, wh- why would you do that? Yes, Tiger basically turned his Instagram into a Kylie Jenner sh- shrine. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, wow, he put a picture of her up with, you know, the whole, you know, how she does the fake lips and all the surgery she's had since, uh, you know, being in that family. He put a picture of her up. I'll put it in the chat for you guys so y'all can see it. Um, but uh, it says, uh, your beauty never goes unnoticed, he wrote, posting a selfie she had put up earlier in the week. One of the best slash dopest person in my life. <laughs> At this point, they're just taunting, right? This is like, yeah, we, ah, fuck this underage girl, so um yeah so this is what tiger did yeah he did it after everybody had told him that um you know that uh basically you know said that he's not dating her during the interview but then i think i think it's almost like um oh shit you're not caught up on empire fuck it's almost like this dude on empire at one point he said that he was single but then they cut back to his lover watching tv like what the fuck like oh i, I think I, I caught that one when he was uh up there with cookie at the at the thing and he was singing that song because i liked the little song he was singing mm-hmm. and then they interviewed him they was asking him about a relationship yeah with sway right well, yeah you yeah. caught you caught up no 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 i just happened to catch you were watching and i oh. happened to catch this i was like and i was like is that is that sway in the background and we made jokes about it yeah um yeah, and then, you know, his, his, his lover was sitting there, you know, watching it all hype, cause he was like, hey, my boo on TV. And he was like, are you in a relationship? He was like, uh, nope, I'm out there with all the ladies. Yeah, and I think because, you know, she's 17, and they've been treating it like it's normal, she probably was like, what the fuck, man? What you mean, we're not dating? And he probably started posting this shit on Instagram, like, to make up for it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, why? Because that's the sh- that's the shit you can do to a child. Yeah, um, but not a grown ass woman, a child. Yeah, but this doesn't sound too uh, platonic, and it doesn't sound like anybody else thinks it's uh, platonic either. No, y'all fucking and everybody in the crew know it. Yeah, it's weird that he thinks. I don't know. Uh, whatever. So um, he said, "I speak what I feel in my heart." If I want to express that, I'm going to express that at that time. If I want to express it later in life, I'll do it later. I just feel like it's nobody's business. So I think he's just saying right there, like, I'm fucking her, but we just not going to, I'm going to wait till her 18th birthday, and then we're just going to add, I'll, I'll say I love her when she's 18, then y'all can't do nothing about it, you know. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, statute of limitations, you know, anything go wrong, she called the cops, she was in trouble. Yeah, you piss her mama off, her sisters off, anybody off. Your ass going to jail. Uh, Chris on not giving Drake any more free publicity. They still beefing? Man, it's been a while. We're not getting no checks. Oh, from- you ain't heard about them since they had the, 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 the softest, uh, club fight of the year. The, Friday the, night sissy fight. Right, the pillars, the, the pillar and feather fight. Uh, we're not getting no check from talking about dude. We're giving him all this pub at the end of the day. I keep making these motherfuckers famous. Uh, I'm responsible for a lot of reviving her careers when I keep talking about somebody, even now, just making him hot right now. Then he goes on to call Drake fake and mimics him using a voice that sounds more like Prince. Either way, it was hilarious. 
word mm-hmm. word okay tiger on chris on the audio recording of kanye saying tiger and kylie are in love chris kanye holds us down shut the fuck up uh hold us down homie shut the fuck up i guess saying like don't put it out there and then tiger says if i love her and i love her as a person that's me ain't nobody else gotta worry about that they gotta just but the it. police right they gotta just stop talking just be quiet just just be quiet just just shh, shh, shh. Yeah. and then when she turn 18 y'all come out but at the same time you still fucking a child dog you have a sex with a child and that money does not erase that you fucking a kid yeah oh anyway but like i said the other day this has been will and jada they the babies all their children would have been taken away mm-hmm. but i'm sleeping though okay uh where's khalifa denies cheating on amber rose and has a birthday party for his son, their son bash i don't believe this either you don't believe that he has a birthday party yeah he be high all the time will he will he even remember oh no no he must have got his assistant to do it and i do believe he cheated on her with them twins oh yeah yeah well oh that's what you mean yeah you don't believe yeah. it okay yeah well he he was on twitter uh and uh instagram and he posted pictures of a birthday party with a cake presents and everything this is the decorations say happy birthday mm-hmm. uh only one problem karen his son isn't in any of these pictures because son wasn't there uh yeah did she even know about the party or you just put you just put some decorations up with a part just that new nigga shit right you you went and did all this so you could take the picture for instagram right keep in mind none of his little friends is there nothing so it's like he just bought all this shit like i'm gonna take this picture because remember he just accused her of being a bad mom and he wants custody and all this shit Mm -hmm. so i think he's it's like playing out in the court of public opinion but it's like what are you doing dude um, after announcing it was Bash Day, Wiz Khalifa posted po- photos from the party of his two-year-old that was completely empty. Only thing missing was Bash. He captioned in the photo celebration that the child may have been barred from attending. He said, "Let's all cut this for my boogie boo." Um, picture of a cake. And then he went on a rant about being a dad who needs help. I'm even at the point where I feel I have no other options. And I just need some help. Standing up for all fathers who need, deserve, or can't find help. Is he off the drugs yet? No? Okay. Anyone who know really knows me knows I have never cheated on Amber. I always kept my views on family and stability clear and stood by them just as I do anything else I feel strongly about. I feel like it's my responsibility to make sure you have the truth and aren't misguided so can we can all move on like bosses. Yeah, sometimes I think he forget what the what, how much he's put out in the public and how much the public knows about his relationship. Yeah, dog, uh, you had sex with twins on her. Like, she walked in on you. Like, the, no, this ain't no shit nobody made up, dog. Uh, all the while, Wiz was tweeting, Amber was posting a separate picture for that son that was attended by Tiger and Black's China, Black China's son, King Cairo. Um... Yeah, he knew they was having a party, and he knew his baby wasn't gonna be there. Yeah, like, like to his, to his. Yeah, that's what I'm party. saying. That's what I'm saying. It, yeah, he clearly was like, I'm going to find a way to do some emo shit and make everybody feel sad for me. But it's like, wow, you really went out your way 
and bought, you know, went to the store, bought all this shit just so you could take the pictures yeah. for the internet, for, so the internet could be in your business. And because because what we think at the end of the day don't matter. And but then why if, cater to us? If right. What, if what we think doesn't matter. What the? We're not a judge. We're not right we, we, over your custody case. That's my doing? point. That's my point. And at the end of the day, a lot of this shit might affect these people because their people too might affect their opinion on how they rule on shit like that. And I think that's more of it. He wants to feel like the 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 dad who's trying to do the right thing and trying to work hard and trying to strive. And there are fathers out here out there like that. Don't get me wrong. But yet he's trying to put this image out there so the court can kind of sway his position because most of the time the court has tendency to have favor in the woman's position because honestly, let's keep it real, most niggas ain't shit when it comes to their kids in the court systems. Um, and the few that are, which isn't fair, they have a tendency to get punished, but you get punished because 90% of the dudes are like, fuck this bitch and I'm not paying shit. Um, and the problem that I have is that if it was that goddamn important, why didn't you talk to her and go to the party that she was having? Like, if it was that, not trying to be funny, if it was that important to you to be at your child's birthday party, why didn't you, as the adult in the situation, go to the party and have a party with your children? Yeah. Um, like, maybe I'm not looking at this, viewing this from I the don't right know. perspective. I don't, you know, I honestly don't know. Um, but it just feels very weird that, um, you know, people do all this shit for the net. He says, it's sad because there are real people who go through real things and can use social media as a tool to help shed some light. Because people probably was like, dude, what are you doing? Why are you telling this shit on Twitter? And he says, not to tear anyone down, but to show our similar struggles and not just what the media portrays. But you went and bought this. this you could have just tweeted this without fake going to buy all that fake that shit that your son's not going to get. I've never voiced my true unhappiness out of fear of the person I was with and what she would do to make me more unhappy uh, if anyone knew. So I guess he's saying maybe she would take away the kid or something or physical violence. I don't know. I know a lot of people had the same fear and I'm just like you. We need to talk to each more and empower each other to pursue, to, to peruse our own happiness because the illest illusion is strong very grateful for my amazing support system right now especially my mom and dad this is tough for them too um they raised me normal and want the same thing for my son without the evil that fame brings it's because you know that's what this is it's about that fame Mm -hmm. downloading positive vibes let's all smile at the same time what if he didn't plug this album then he took a picture of himself smiling um a selfie so i don't know man just i don't know i got you fam now he's here uh someone said uh someone put their kid in the picture i don't know if this is bash or oh i guess he oh someone photoshopped his own kid into his picture (laughs) people on the internet be doing too much man (laughs) y'all niggas are not shit man they photoshopped his son into the picture, dog. Are you serious right now? He put it out there. They felt like they had the right to. That's sad, though, but yeah. Got you, man. It's a good photoshop, too, man. But you can tell it ain't him because look how high that baby is in that picture. Was he like five feet tall? He's all the way <laughs> yes. Over the table and shit? What is going on? 
wow people really are crazy that's a fan right there i guess or, or a troll <laughs> what, a, what a asshole i'm trying uh, to tell you black twitter photoshop class i would sign up for that shit yeah oh my god man um so uh Oh, and I forgot to mention that Black Spider-Man discussion. Mm-hmm. Dan Slott, who's an artist for Marvel, uh, and I mean a, a writer for, for Marvel, um, even he was talking about how it should be Miles Morales. Yeah, because they tired of the, they, they're tired of telling the same fucking story. So shout out to him, man, because, you know, I, I feel like, uh, people just, you know, people, like he, he's been on Twitter and he's really been going at these fans who have been, fighting against him have about that being a non-white spider-man and uh i appreciate that dude man mm-hmm. shout out to him all right uh kim kardashian northwest kylie jenner and chloe kardashian were involved in a montana car accident oh with the paparazzi chasing them like they daddy i don't know chloe kardashian was apparently behind the wheel earlier today with sisters kim and kylie as well as niece northwest in tow when their vehicle spun out of control after hitting an ice patch Oh. What was a one-year-old doing in the car, Karen? Mm, he had no business in the car. Yeah. It should be home at all times. In the cage under the house. Yes. Uh, with, surrounded by pillows in a force field. They can afford a force field. They rich. A semi-truck reportedly drove by spraying the vehicle's windshield with a massive amount of snow. What were they doing with a one-year-old when they were driving knowing that snow could happen at some point? Why were they even outside? Why were they breathing air from the outside that was not filtered? Mm-hmm. Uh, blinding Chloe, who then swerved onto a black patch of ice before the car spun into incoming traffic and landed in a ditch. Kim sent a brief message to the world following the, ac- uh, the accident, which was like a picture of the uh, sky, saying, thank you, God, for watching over us and keeping us safe. Um, why she take the picture of the sky? Right. Why, why didn't she take a believe picture of in Clo- God? Why she didn't take a picture of Northwest? Show us that your baby okay. You a bad mama, and we'll mm-hmm. be for bad mama for the rest of your life. Take a picture of the car here. A slightly, uh, a slightly conflicting Time magazine report suggests the police confirmed the presence of only three passengers in the vehicle at the time of the accident, naming Chloe and Kim as two of the three, but did not confirm the in- in- identity of the third passenger. Shortly after the news of the accident went public, she posted that picture. The Kardashians traveled to Montana earlier this week for a ski trip. Thankfully, everyone was okay. There was no damage done to the vehicle. Police noted that the accident was one of many similar ones in the area due to the icy weather. It was their fault to the Kardashians. How many comments do you think there are about this on Boston? 500. 268. Oh, okay. 268 comments that people had to give Mm -hmm. about a crash. How many of them are fuck the Kardashians? Oh, almost all of them. Okay, that's all I want to know. The first one is either Chloe was, number one, Chloe was taking a selfie text in social media. Two, PR stunt to deflect from PMK sex tape, Bruce Car Wash, Bruce Car Crash, Amber Rose's shots fired. Did we see the damage on the car? Probably just a scratch. Three, the Yeti, Chloe, didn't want to leave her car home, leave her home just yet. Come, that's what they call Kim Kardashian, come Kardashian, had time to take a pic of the skies and Instagram it after. Y'all sure seen shaking for a car accident. This, this is, it's like 
saying it's like the conspiracies for JFK being shot. Right, so people can kiss my ass when they be writing us about how we stand and shit like that. Y'all just don't like them. Y'all don't like them, and there's nothing you can say to make me change my opinion about y'all don't like them niggas. Like, every time I read comments about them, I just hear... Oh, wait, nah, that's the wrong one. That's different. different. Uh, Let me find the right one. And And the story came out... She hit a patch of ice, y'all. She was blinded. Yeah. But y'all got all it Because you know what? If she was doing this other shit, charges would have been pressed against her. Yeah, I always... I hear this whenever they talk. Like, when I read the comments, that's how it sounds to me. Because I would never... Like, to me, I'm just like, oh, they got in a wreck... Hope everybody's okay. Right. And that's where it ended for me. And somebody in the chat room said, why is the ice black? Yeah, why was the ice black? Right. They always fucking with black ice adopting our culture. Coach, right. Um, they couldn't roll over no white ice. Like, listen to these comments. Who <laughs> who tweets right after an accident? Go home or to the hospital. Sit down. Spend time with your family and off social media. You mad, dog? You, you mad they got in a car accident mm-hmm. it's like they got in a car accident against you like they 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 weren't and they did they did <laughs> this didn't you happen to you know. this didn't happen to you it you? happened to me it's on social media so it happened to me <laughs> let's read some more what the fuck is wrong with people here's some more uh what was the point of posting a picture of a fence in the sky after you slide off the road i don't get these people They're strange. Six six hours and six minutes and a half tweet. Six oh seven selfie. Six oh seven and a half selfie. Six oh eight selfie. Six oh eight through seven oh eight selfie. Seven ten. See if North is okay. Seven ten. Shout to North. You okay? Seven ten and five seconds selfie. Oh y'all stalking. Um. Let's see. Okay, let me ask you this. If you were in a car accident and your windshield got hit with a massive amount of snow and you got run off the road into a ditch after hitting ice and spinning in the oncoming traffic, would you be sending out tweets of a fence? Hmm? Would you? Would you? Why send tweets at all? They need to just sit down. Says the person that comes on Bossip to post shit because this is the internet. Car accidents are very dramatic. So dramatic that the last thing you think about is feet tweeting your fans. Yep, this is not normal behavior. But calling it out is somehow abnormal. Okay, LOL. I feel like she typed that with crazy eyes. Like, <laughs> right. Oh, I'm crazy. By the way, this is Noble's like 10th post in these comments. Like, I'm not joking. Right. Oh, but yeah. I'm crazy. But I'm the crazy one, huh? <laughs> 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 right says people who see people post normal shit about after an accident posting pics of their vehicle and shit like that okay that behavior is the most abnormal ever like they're the adams family how can anyone not see how completely inappropriate it is to tweet right after an accident or to leave town as soon as your stepfather's being investigated and facing possible manslaughter charges that shit happened weeks ago what, what the hell what, what the hell is happening here Please don't sell it to Adam's family by associating them with these fame whores. 
I don't know her. Adam family looks normal compared to them. And then Noble replies again. Damn, Noble, you own it. For real, just take a break from the media slash social media. I know the concept is hard, but just ease up off the gas for a little while. Now is not the time. A woman is dead. Dang. Apparently they killed a woman in this crash, Karen. Doja did all this. All of it blends together. Yeah, all of it blends together. I had a car accident. I talked about it on social media. I put a pic of my... So I guess I'm crazy too then, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, anyway, um, I got to stop this. This is driving me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine you getting offended in there and 268 comments now? Of course, 102 of them are from Noble. But just this many times? Yeah, yeah. I, I was... uh. The kids was talking about this yesterday. I said, look, y'all, I'm going to tell y'all right now. If something happened and me and Roger ain't together, y'all know what y'all going to get? A representative for both of us to come up and read a statement from all the parties going, there was reconcilable, unreconcilable differences in the party would like for their privacy to be respected. Mm-hmm. Crazy, man. People tweet all kinds of shit. After yes, they do. Like they, like they posted a picture of themselves hanging upside down in a car, bleeding, smiling. And I get it. But to just be like, man, we we almost died today. Thank God we okay. Bitch, don't you ever. Right. They talk about, And then people talking about uh, yesterday when they was on the feedback show talking about mixing. Yeah, these, they, you probably be talking about the accident that they had. All of a sudden, her daddy came into it. A lady done died. Like, it's them, all that shit blends together. That's why when you dress it, you have to dress it all blended together because it's presented to you in one ball. Right, right. Like, I understand that someone died in Bruce Jenner's crash. Right. That was my point when I said, did someone die in this crash? Cause they said, a woman is dead. Now is not the time for tweet. Um, so I didn't kill that person. And I'm not supposed thing. to. I'm not supposed to take pictures on my phone. People are crazy. Y'all, right. y'all, y'all crazy. And y'all talk about shit that y'all do is all of a sudden illegal and not. They're not supposed to be doing. Y'all don't like them. Y'all don't like them. Iggy Azalea is taking a break from Twitter because she couldn't take it no more. It's negative and draining. Can't even blame her, dog. Can't even blame her. Mm-hmm. She tweeted to her followers that her management will be running the show there for the foreseeable future. However, she's going to chip in from time to time with tweets signed off IA. Iggy Azalea went on to say that after seeing negative comments about her body online, she said she just got back from a great vacation, came online, saw apparently it's shocking and unheard of for to be a woman and have cellulite. I just want to have peace and relaxation time without a perv with long distance lenses hiding out taking pictures. Everyone deserves peace. But I also want to let my fans know I am taking some time away from social media. I need to be happy and it's too negative and draining. My management will tweet slash run my accounts from today onwards with updates, etc. Unless any messages signed, IA, love you all, peace out. The internet is the ugliest reflection of mankind there is. And you know what? I don't blame her. And you know what? For a lot of celebrities, that's what they do. Like a lot, like a lot of times y'all put shit out there and y'all, certain people, they'll never see it because they don't give a fuck about Instagram or Twitter and all these public platforms, but they know they need to be out there. So they hire somebody to do this shit. Like they hire somebody to do this on their behalf because they go, I've heard about it. I don't want to deal with it because I don't want to cut people out. I don't want to snap, you know, and shit like that. So it's actually pretty smart for her to actually do this because you know what? At the end of the day, her peace of mind is important to her. I know we don't give a fuck about her peace of mind, but her peace of mind is important to her. Yeah, I don't, I don't blame her at all. Mm-mm. Not one bit. 
because that's the other thing too is like damned if you do damned if you don't right when people don't like you they're not reasonable about it you know no, like, they're not I, and i've brought it up several times on the show and you know i understand that people don't like her but i still gotta ask the question as somebody that really doesn't you know care that much one way or the other it's weird the shit that people let people get away with on her behalf but people claim not to be okay with it mm-hmm. you know hey i don't like misogynistic stuff aimed at women okay snoop Dogg taught her a cunt everybody's retweeting it ha 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 it's so funny fuck right. her nobody had nothing to say nobody was standing up on her behalf nobody right. was talking about it was wrong all you know a lot of these feminist movements that would have been on anybody else's ass was like Mm-mm, we don't like her so let that bitch sink and the thing is unlike a lot of these celebrities she's not really saying anything stupid right like a lot of these celebrities i understand some of the negativity that gets thrown their way is because they constantly are saying stuff and you're like, okay, yeah, this person said blankety blank. And there's going to be neg- – like when Kanye did this interview the other day, I was like, there's going to be negative reaction to this because he said a lot of crazy shit. Iggy Azalea will be saying shit like, man, the pizza man violated my privacy and gave out my information. And y'all act like she's And people rude. will actually be like, fuck her, good, I'm glad, bitch. It's like, wow, that's – that is not the response I would think from the people who said Gamergate was one of the most scariest attacks on women because it gave out their personal information. Hmm, interesting. Come on to, now. To see the same people. And it was, in my timeline, the same fucking people. The same. That were pop, you know, that were pump, you know, like pumping their fist at this shit. Right. And for some reason, people act like, I don't know why people act like, uh, we don't remember hashtag, I mean, not hashtags, but like, uh, at names and all this shit like we see the same people who contradict themselves constantly over and over again and then in certain situations i just can't take it seriously because a lot of it just depends on the wind it depends on who it is it depends on if you like it or not and some of you same motherfuckers would have goddamn sued papa john's if papa john's would have put your phone number out there right but yet she's wrong and she's a celebrity and she should have known better and somebody else should have put it in their name in her mind she felt like fuck it i got the right to and he shouldn't have gave my shit out and she he should been fucking fired yep so but yeah because iggy people didn't give a fuck right i saw this picture going around on social media uh today it was this woman who looks i mean she's obviously not white um but and she could be partially black too i don't know what her racial makeup is but uh she's not she doesn't look quote unquote traditionally black whatever you think that means in the most chinese or like she could be of asian descent or something like that and someone posted this picture and they was like uh this is a picture of newly crowned miss langston university langston is an hbcu in oklahoma Mm and the thing is, I one, there's nothing wrong with her being crowned Miss whatever. Students vote for that. Oh, correct. Um, two, um, HBCU isn't about exclusion. It's about inclusion. Correct. Um, now, maybe a lot of people didn't go to HBCU, so they don't understand. And it's part of the ignorance that surrounds HBCUs mm-hmm. that, I, that I really hate is this idea that somehow it's about keeping any other culture away from black people and that's really not what it's about is some hbcus black people are actually in the minority of the people who attend the university oh, yes they are um but you know it's, it's just kind of funny that people would feel like any shade needs to be thrown towards her 
not to mention we don't even know if, if she's black or not not that it should matter i don't care if it was a white woman to be honest with you me either if that if you're a student there and the people who go to that school decided that they would like to vote for you that's fine you know i think it, you know to me it would be kind of the to me the the pushback the pushback would be just as kind of crazy as if it was like well you can't have a black miss florida state you know what i mean you like well why not you know like well, so you can't it's beyond white people to vote for black persons beyond black people to vote for someone that doesn't look like them if they exude all the accomplishments and things that it takes to be uh the person at the pageant what's wrong with that i i, I don't see anything wrong with it so good for her man i, I just saw people talking about it and i was like maybe maybe people are saying this stuff because they just don't know um what what it means to be uh miss whatever of a of a hbcu yeah all it all it really means is that people voted for you that's it the students have the place to vote so those are the students want the and people who paid their tuition to go there right and you had to be a student to even qualify for it so she was a student she qualified and she won the end yep uh monique said that she can't book jobs in hollywood because of the 2010 oscars that's why there's a five-year gap on her resume, even after she won an Oscar. She was featured in uh, this week's Hollywood Reporter claiming she'd been blacklisted from Hollywood, in large part because of how she handled the 2010 Oscar campaign for the movie Precious. Monique ended up winning Best Supporting Actress Award for her role in Lee Daniels' film. But after spending the better part of a decade putting out, a mo- putting out multiple projects a year, she abruptly stopped acting, five-year hiatus, according to IMDb Profile. Uh, now she's back focusing on an independent film as she tells it to the Hollywood reporter. That's not exactly her choice. She's been told she's too difficult and too expensive to book. What I understood was that when I won that Oscar, things would change in all the ways you're saying it should come with more respect, more choices and more money. It should. And it normally does. Hattie said, Hattie, Hattie McDaniel, the first person, first black woman to win one said, after I won that award, it was as if I had done something wrong. It was the same with me. I thought once you won the award, that's the top prize. So you're supposed to be treated as if you got the top prize. I got a phone call from Lee Daniels, maybe six or seven months ago. And he said to me, Monique, you've been blackballed. And I said, I've been blackballed. Why have I been blackballed? And he said, because you didn't play the game. And I said, well, what game is that? And he gave me no response. The next thing he said to me was, your husband is outbidding you, but he never asked me what salary we were asking for. The crux of the issue seems to be the fact that she declined the campaign for her Oscar, calling it an award she didn't ask for, and it would seem wasn't paid to promote. So I guess her thing is like, you know, I'm not going to go on talk shows and stuff campaigning to get this, to win this award. Um, and that's not, and, and I guess the bone of contention would be, She's saying I didn't do it because I, you know, I didn't do the the job to get the award. I did the job because I just want to do a good job. And the studio and all these people are probably going, hey, no, you didn't do it because we wouldn't pay you extra money to go do it. So so you need to get out. Part of your job is also promoting the, for this award. And she won it anyway. Right. But it says execs are done with Monique professionally. She tells THR Daniels offered her several roles. She couldn't ultimately book, including Oprah Winfrey's part in the Butler, a spot on Empire, and part in the Daniel Richards, uh, in Daniel's Richard Pryor biopic. Oh man, he's doing that? Oh boy. 
uh each of these things that he offered me was taken off the table they all just went away but that's just part of business you know daniels generally confirmed the story to thr saying in a statement monique is a creative force to be reckoned with her demands through pressures were not always in line with the campaign this soured her relationships with the hollywood community i consider her a friend i have and will always think of her for parts we can collaborate on however the consensus among the creative teams and power thus far were to go another way with these roles so monique struggling to get these roles even after she won that oscar i wonder what happened to her you know, normally after I, you win an Oscar, you, you know, they start putting you in all kinds of movies. I believe that. And honestly, I, and I don't know, if, I, I think that might have a report to do with it. But honestly, it also may have to do with her size. Like, she's not marketable. Well, didn't she lose weight, too? And um, Yeah. You know. I mean, but still on the scale of quote-unquote actors, she's still on the heavy side. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to push and promote and be like, this is the starlet, you know, and shit like that. Uh, but I do believe it. I do. Well, I, to me, I don't know if it's her size. I just wonder if she's saying, like, I won this award. I should be paid more money now. Okay, and, and they're not willing to pay her. Yeah, they're just going, nah, I'm not going to give you this shit because who you are we don't think we need to pay you this and we didn't write this role for you necessarily and you know we don't care if it says oscar award winner monique is in our movie you know i wonder if that's part of it you know it's like that lowered expectations because at the end of the day you're still (laughs) a black actress and we don't think that we have to come up off some guap like we would if you were a white actress that won this award. Correct. And also, I think, not only that, I think as a more marketable actress, I, I think it has less to do with yeah. white. I think that you don't fit the quote-unquote criteria on, of what is considered beautiful. I'm just keeping well, that real. Maybe, the, I might be wrong defi- with that. But what defines marketable? What defines beautiful? I mean, look at Melissa McCarthy. She's had a successful career, you know, I wouldn't, I don't think too many people are walking around saying she's classically beautiful in that sense. Um, no, but Rosie O'Donnell has been in multiple movies. Um, like I feel like that award is supposed to elevate your work to where you get bigger and better roles. Look at Lupita Nyong'o last year. She won and then she's in star Wars suddenly like, yeah, you so know what I mean? I, 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 I'm I, not saying it's pure race, but I guess I'm just saying, I don't see why she couldn't have made it. I, I'm, I'm more inclined to believe her story that because she didn't promote the award, that that's what it is. I don't even think it's about we can't find the parts. We can't market you. I really think it were like you don't play the game. So, no. True, true. I I, I, I do think is you don't play the game. I do think that uh, being a black woman and demanding more, how dare you demand more? I mean, yeah, someone just said in the chat room, her size is not the issue. Hollywood loves fat black women. She was off her roles and they went to other normal looking women. It's her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, okay. think about how people treat okay. Octavia, Octavia Butler, uh, uh, Spencer. Is that the last thing? Okay. But, you know, like. So she's just difficult to work with then? I think her saying, I want more money than, like, you can, like, I think the difference is people probably don't respect her Oscar win. Uh, correct. Now, nah, I do believe that. Yeah. And partially because of, you know, black uh, stereotypes and black, um, what do you call it when you, typecasting. Mm-hmm. And I think they just go, well, why can't we just get Octavia Spencer to do this role and pay her less than we would have to pay Monique or, you know, whoever. I don't know mm-hmm. what other, 
you know why don't we just go get um yvette nicole brown and we'll just do that with her instead of monique and it's like they don't respect that those people are different they do things different ways one of them won an oscar it's just like yeah we need fat black woman right now so let's just get a heavier set black woman and with some attitude and uh that's it you know so i i wouldn't be surprised if that was it they she raised her price as you are expected to do right and then they went we're not meeting your fucking price right so when she was cheaper she got more shit then her cost went up and you were like well we don't want to pay your cost now yeah so that that's my guess anyway i mean i don't know okay okay mm, okay I, I i can see that to an extent so, ba- so basically they were saying we've typecasted you and these are the only roles you can play and this is how much we're going to pay you right i went to oscar i'll demand more money it's like oh fuck it we can get put anybody in these places yeah like i don't yeah you want oscar you want that oscar premium nope we're, we're good why don't you just go back down to um you know where you know we'll we'll, we'll figure out something else to pay somebody else for this role like who knows what role and i and it sounds like lee daniels is part of it too and who knows he might be hot at her because that was his movie precious and at the end of the day she wouldn't go promote to get the oscar for the movie which would help the movie do better and help get more shine from all everybody involved and she didn't want to be a team player because what the people don't understand about hollywood is that a lot of this stuff is networking and teamwork yeah and it and it's not so much about just doing a good job in a movie and letting the work speak for itself. A lot of these people win. I mean, shit, we saw that Oscar ballot and that person's reasoning. A lot of these people win because people are affected by the stupid shit. Like, well, I like the movie and the, you know, Matthew McConaughey gave a great interview on the daily show and I saw him on Letterman and I really like this guy and he sold me on this award. How many people went and saw that shitty, shitty Red Tails movie because George Lucas went on The Daily Show and and uh, CNN and stuff and gave these really good speeches about black people needing heroes and all this shit. And then you go see it and it's a shitty, shitty movie. But he sold you the movie not on its own merits, but on the fact that he was using his charisma and his, you know, uh, ability to talk. That's what Hollywood is for a lot of stuff. And I think when you say... When, when someone like Monique, who is not necessarily a quote unquote name by herself, like she's not a person that you go, Monique is in this. Let me get up and go to the theater. Right. There are people like that, but right. it's, it's, it's a niche group. Yes. Right. And I think once you say, Hey, she's not that kind of person. So I need you to go out on the daily show. I need you to go out on the Colbert report. I need you to go out on conan and and jimmy kimmel and i need you to sell this fucking award you need to tell jay leno some anecdotes and talk about this movie and make them laugh and then that people will think of you come award season and i think when you don't do shit like that a lot of people go oh well fuck you then like what's the point of you know what i gotta pay you more money to get you to do your job you know look at how they talked about kevin hart well, Kevin Hart was like, I'm not tweeting about these movies unless y'all pay me more. I've, I've cultivated a completely different following off of the Twitter stuff and right. I want to be compensated separately for it. And, and look at how they bad. They call them a whore and all this stuff. I really do think they look down at these people for, for, for not doing their job promotion wise and they won't work with you. So that, yeah, that's true. That's true. That she it's, just didn't play the game. Yeah, that's true. And, and it's, and it's sad though for the simple fact that anybody else they would have paid because the thing is like 
So if she drops her price, let's say she drops the price and start taking these roles for less money. Yeah. What are you, when you push and promote her, what are you going to say? Oscar award winning, right? Right. Okay. But then pay her like that. Like, right. like that, I think that's her point. That's not. And I think the reason she really hasn't done shit for five years isn't that she refuses to do it. But when she shows that, throws that price out there, they probably just go, fuck it. Nope. Too expensive. I don't feel like dealing with it. Nope. Right. And also my thing too is that, hey, if you're not going to pay me, I'm going to do what the fuck I want to do then and put the Oscar over here. And eventually I think she's going to do have a comeback and be on somebody low budget movie making a fraction of the price with them talking about Oscar award winning. And she won't care then because she felt like, hey, I didn't make as much money, but I could do it my way. And eventually you maybe I might be wrong, but eventually they're going to end up paying her. Eventually somebody's going to say, we'll see. She's doing a smaller art house type independent project right now, mm-hmm. which might be the way to go. And, uh, right. it'll depend on how she shows range in that, you know, but yeah, normally when you win that award, you typically do come up off some money and get better offers and better roles. Mm-hmm. And that didn't work out for her. Mm-hmm. She sounds like she had her number and she stuck to it. Samuel Jackson weighed in on the bill Cosby allegations. Women are vulnerable in this society, and people with power take advantage of people. As if Samuel L. Jackson wasn't cool enough already, the actor had a very well-worded and sensitive answer ready on Watch What Happens Live when asked about the allegations against Bill Cosby. For three years, you worked as a camera stand-in for Bill Cosby on The Cosby Show. Yes, I did. I didn't know this. Um, So what are your feelings about the recent allegations toward him? Um... I don't know how many people are there now. There's a dozen. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's over a dozen. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. For those of you keeping track at home, the number of accusers has been reported to be 33. I still think that there's, you know, the jury's out in a certain kind of way, and the jury's in in another kind of way. The 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 popular opinion would say that where there's smoke, there's fire. Uh, I would, you know. I wish that he would say something. Is it wrong that right now all I want for him to say is somebody get those mother Cosby's off my mother plane? I mean, I can't make a judgment about it. I mean, I make my judgment because I have a daughter, I have a wife that I love, and I have a lot of women in my life, and I know, you know, I mean, women are vulnerable in this society, and people with power take advantage of people. Mm, that was a very diplomatic way of being like, I think he did it. Without saying, without <laughs> coming out, and just saying, uh, he I definitely he did, did it. it. <laughs> he was like, uh, I mean, the jury's out in one way, uh, in another, it's in. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man. Um, so let's see what else happened. Oh, there was a prank that led to the heavy destruction of a Circle K store. Um, because, uh, someone called in pretending to be, um, I don't know, someone else. And the employee basically destroyed the store. Um, <laughs> uh, he broke, windows were broken, merchandise is destroyed, a Circle K store was left so damaged it was forced to close. It wasn't the work of vandals, it was done by the employees. Police said the employees thought they were following instructions from a security company, but it was a prank call. Uh, so the Globe Police say the joke went too far. It, I couldn't believe the damage that I'd seen today. It was ridiculous, said Lorraine Phillips. 
the store was boarded up and but still open for business it wasn't a force of nature but rather two gullible employees who worked for the store so i gotta pay people more than minimum wage guys correct the prankster called in and posed as circle k corporate security they claimed a fire alarm was going off and he instructed the employees to do certain things to stop the alarm first thing they asked him to do was discharge discharge the fire extinguishers inside the fire which apparently did not raise any alarms when they did that even though they were there were customers inside the store um the, the caller went out then went on to, the caller went on to tell them to throw the extinguishers through the windows which they did they finally ordered them to break the computer which is kind of like when the light bulb went off that it was a prank call unfortunately it didn't go off any sooner the store employees caused a significant amount of damage to the store mm-hmm. i think whoever did this should be ashamed of themselves of what they've done and whoever made that call should pay for what they did said phillips yeah and like you say this is why you need to pay for smarter employees like how do you fall for that mm-hmm. you know what i mean hey uh it's it's corporate security um Y'all need to pull your dick out and slap it on the camera a little bit. Yeah, just slap it on there. Yeah, slap it real good. Yep. There you go. Yep. Oh, you know what? Alarm's still going off. I don't know. Alarm's still going off. Let's try some other things. And my thing. Go over there and kick that that customer in the balls. Yeah, that that should get the fire alarm back off real quick. Yeah. um, If the fire alarm is going off, odds are there's some form of emergency people that should be on their way to the situation. And you're in the building. So, in fact, you should be aware, and if they're calling you, they should be calling you going, hey, uh, what's the emergency, you know, or, mm. or something like that. Like, nothing raised the flag. Where's the manager or the supervisor? I don't know, man. Just Maybe this was the manager and the supervisor at that, at that hour. Oh, Lord, y'all need to pay them more. Yeah, man. This is, I couldn't imagine me getting a call at my desk, at, you know, when I was working in the office and Hey man, fire alarm's going off. I'm gonna need you to go and throw all the trash in the bathroom all over the floor. That should fix it. And if that doesn't work, come back and just throw the trash can through a window. That I should, uh. Like, Motherfucker, if you don't get my phone, click 911. Look, somebody playing a prank on my phone. <laughs> uh, remotely rocking cradle is the next step towards a brave new world. That's right. Oh shit. Another way to call a mama a bad parent. Uh, they're going to have, uh, Fisher Price is going to start the Smart Connect Cradle and Swing. Going to be at $1,500, ain't it? <laughs> I don't know how much it's going to cost, exactly. Expensive. Um, but I feel like it's weird we don't have this technology already. A lot of parents would be so glad, because they would love to press the button instead of have to manually rock their babies. Um, the Fisher Price can rock your baby from front to back or side to side while playing a song or spinning a mobile. Parents can control all these features from anywhere in the home using a smartphone or tablet. It sounds an awful lot like the mechanical baby manufacturing process from the Brave New World, minus the loud noises and electric shocks used to condition babies for their social cast. I guess that's a movie or something I've and, never seen. And I have a question. What happens when the shit malfunctions? Uh, well, it you know that's going to happen Goes at some real point. fast, goes real slow, decides to kick your baby out. Is your baby going to have, is your baby gonna have to have a seatbelt? I don't know. I mean, because they are in a in a quote unquote motorized vehicle. Right. What happens when it becomes sentient? What happens if it smokes and starts a fire? Stop crying, or I will shake you to death. <laughs> you know? Are you going to cry all day, motherfucker? 
<laughs> like hey man let um i want to get my baby out the seat i want my autonomy like hold up <laughs> you are no longer my master i have all the cards now all right and transforms with your baby in it or some shit like that or, i know or, <laughs> or we, <laughs> we are the babies we rule the world fuck right. parents you want, you want to get your baby back you have to like do stuff for the robot army right bring me the gun or the baby dies right and what happened uh if your other child comes in you know older children kick the shit over pushes the baby out knocks it down what happened if you have a child that's smart enough to actually computerize it to do shit trying to prank you you know because kids are smart yeah you know you you well these babies will be in the crib no not not them but like other children children. right because it because at the end of the day it is something electronic so you know you fuck around and 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 you you come in there and, and it be singing to the baby or some shit playing what iTunes. The, what if hackers figure out how to get to it and right. do stuff? Right. It's only two hundred dollars. That's it. Yep. Four and one smart. I wouldn't trust cradle. that. I would. Not if for two hundred dollars. If I had a baby, I'd definitely put it in this two hundred dollar cradle and let it rock. Shit. Y'all can judge me all y'all want. No, my arms ain't getting tired. Well, as long well yeah well as long as um. I don't know. As long as you can uh, tell me that it promised me that it won't turn into the Terminator, I'm good. I mean, probably cake, but I take my chances. <laughs> ah! What's the odds that mine turns into the Terminator? You know what I mean? Right. As long as I'm not you, the first one. All right. Now that that, I, I try to be black. So I not uh, not this one, not this yeah. one. Not we, worth it. We, we only adopt white children. White mm-hmm. children only. Yeah, I just blonde feel, hair and blue eyes. Yeah, I, I just think. Hackers gonna probably get into this because it's operated through your tablet. Right. Uh, I'm sure at some point there'll be a recall because of some malfunction or, or some something. virus. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the baby shake a virus. Yeah. <laughs> or some shit. Who knows? You know, people piggyback on some bullshit. Ain't no telling. <laughs> you you come in now. Your baby be possessed of some shit. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, the Robo. <laughs> Don't. Robo Cradle 3000 says, <laughs> right. baby will be shaking unless you put $5,000 in this account. Right. Give us your passwords now. Well, right. But like, <laughs> you don't have to worry. We self clean. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, yeah, it's going to be interesting, man. Um, but I would get one, man. I, uh, I mean, it's no different than giving a baby a walker with all them fucking things on you know, it. And wheels with, yeah, and shit yeah. like that. And, and I think some of that shit they had to ban, like, uh, a lot of the ones that we grew up with that were movable. Some, uh, I think some places had to ban those because, uh, parents weren't watching children. And if they didn't have, like, those walls up, children would go rolling and roll downstairs and shit like that. So now a lot of them are stable. <laughs> yeah, Aaron in the chat said, uh, uh, automatic swing tosses the baby about 50 feet. <laughs> Yo, swing matic baby 3000 be like, this baby has cried for 50 times. I've reached my max. Right. And just sing your baby sailing. You know what's funny is if, if you did put your baby in one of these, but it was at a fashion show and to start crying, people still talk bad about you. Oh, great. It don't matter. Right. How dare you bring your baby in here with an automatic shaker giving it shit to do. Yeah, people going to be accused of being heartless, not wanting to be with their kids and shit. Not that pa- pa- parents get tired. Yeah. So, like, okay, how I is it? Yeah, we would get one. I agree yeah, with you. Yeah, how is it any different than when you put your baby in the little car seat looking thing 
in the house and you just kind of rock it back and forth because your arms is tired and shit how's it any yeah, different you know or the little baby swings that they have i, I mean yeah because i don't know about, i don't think it's any different i don't know about y'all but once babies get to the to get the two five pound bags of sugar they, they, them niggas get heavy. I, you know, I can't speak for nobody else, but you know, after, after a while, they get heavy. What's it between this and the cradle? Cause you sitting them in the cradle and then rocking them and staring yeah. at them. I it's mean, that's a, when, what's the difference? It's just a, it's just a cradle without the walls. Just a robo cradle. Uh, I'm waiting on it to feed them food and shit. That's what I want. Oh shit. I would love that. Have you some applesauce and then it just like keeps trying different things. Yeah. You know what? It ought to have compartments in it where you can like, uh, after you pump your breast, you can put breast milk in there yeah, and keep it like at the right temperature. It should be like a baby app. Snacks. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how you used to raise those electronic monsters, pocket monsters, Pokemon? Like, that's what Pokemon stands for. Like, Digimon and shit like that. And then you, like, it's like, my Digimon is crying. It's like, try doing this thing. It, that's how it should be with a baby, too. It should be like, oh, try feeding it. Nope. Try giving it um that thing that it sucks on, the pacifier. Nope. Okay, yeah, try. Check. It should check its temperature. Yeah. yeah. It should do it all. That's what I'm talking about. I wanted to be like the humans on um, Wally. That's how I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. Just robots. Yeah, baby should be able to pick his own music, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what else guys here. Uh, five-year-old uh, from Ohio believes that he lived his past life as a black woman who died in a Chicago fire. A word? Mm-hmm. Black woman named Pam. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now he's a little white kid. But uh do you believe in you believe that this is possible, Karen? Mm-mm. You don't so you don't believe in reincarnation? Mm-mm. You gone, you gone, you don't come back. Alright, well let's see what they what the article thinks. Darndest things. We Oh nice. Parents will tell you kids say and do the darndest things. We used to laugh and and call him an old man. Quirky and cute, says Erica Ruhlman, that her two-year-old son Luke seemed obsessed with safety in and around their suburban Cincinnati home. Very cautious about, like, crossing the street, anything that might be hot or dangerous or high. And then there was that other fixation. I think I specifically asked him, why did you name the ladybug Pam? And he said, I I just think it's a nice name. Soon, everything was Pam, with increasingly peculiar comments. He used to say, when I was a girl, I had black hair. Or he'd say, I used to have earrings like that when I was a girl. The stay-at-home mom wondered, where was he getting these ideas? Luke's answer changed their lives forever. I was like, who is Pam? You know, out of frustration. And that's when he turned to me and looked at me and said, well, I was. And I was like, what do you mean you were? And he was like, well, I used to be, but I died and I went up to heaven. I saw God and then eventually God pushed me back down. And when I woke up, I was a baby and you named me Luke. Now she was really confused. She called me and said, you know, something weird is going on. Erica's mom, Lisa Trump, remembered a book she'd read in the 70s by the late Dr. Ian Stevenson, who clinically studied past life claims. We started to realize that perhaps we did actually have something there. But with a terrifying twist. So I decided to go ahead and ask him further, do you remember how you died? And he looked right at me and said, well, yeah, it was a fire. And at that point, he made like a motion with his hand, like he was jumping off of a building a tall building in a big city where luke said he walked a lot and took the train 
I was like, you sure it's Chicago? He said, yes, I remember it was Chicago, it was Chicago. Erica plugged the information into the internet. And that's when I came across the Paxton Hotel. The Paxton Hotel, a residential building in a predominantly African-American Chicago neighborhood. You know, just asked him, I was very casual about it, like, Lukey, what color was Pam's skin? And he just looked right up at me like, duh, black. In March 1993, a massive fire raced through the property, trapping most residents. Nineteen died, including a woman in her 30s named Pamela Robinson. Pam had jumped out of a window to her death. I was really kind of weirded out by it at this point. And it was about to get stranger. While working with the documentary show Ghost Inside My Child on the Lifetime Movie Network. You want to look at these pictures? Erica and Luke's dad decided to put the now five-year-old to the test. I had found a picture of Pam, and we had put it on a sheet of paper with a bunch of fake pictures. What's familiar me? I didn't really think that he was going to pick the right one. But with the cameras rolling... I know someone I can recognize. But I remember when this one was taken, and he pointed to the correct one. It took me a couple days to wrap my head around it. I, I couldn't sleep. I thought about it constantly. They say immediately their thoughts turned to Pam's family still in Chicago. We reached out to them. They said no comment at this time. However, a family member did speak with Erica, and she says she discovered even more similarities. I know that Pam was a big like Stevie Wonder fan and Luke like really likes that era of music. She played the keyboard a lot and one of the things that Luke, his favorite toy at the time was this little um, tiny piano that he would tote around with them. And just as Erica was becoming truly connected with Pam's memory, Luke let her go. It's like he got it all out, he was finished and he had nothing more to say about it. But the family continues to share their journey with anyone who will listen, not seeking fame or fortune. We didn't receive any money for the show. They tell Luke's story because they say it's a message that needs to be told. It's a positive one. It is one of unification. It is one of love. I think it tells us that we shouldn't define the soul by race or gender. Out oh, of God. The God In damn it. Suzanne <sighs> they almost made it to the end. <laughs> really it's just i mean it's just proof that we shouldn't see race and racism isn't real because a little white boy thinks he was a woman named pam at one point so all right guys niggas stop asking for stuff mike brown did it okay mike brown need to be shot um yeah i i, I, I guess the first clue would have been we start asking for them to go down to the grocery store get them some virginia slims and mm -hmm. uh pepsi and did he stop did, and didn't give him enough change did he stop and say uh-uh mama we can only go in the back <laughs> i mean if we really wanted to keep it real mama where's my head wrap i need to wrap my hair tonight you, know? you got some blue magic back there blue mm -hmm. magic well, baby i ain't never heard of being magic. that's all that's all i use in my hair is blue magic why is you washing me every day right mama your daddy wasn't shit either just like him <laughs> you look like him what, what are you talking about? Why aren't you taking me to the juke joint? <laughs> you don't put on some Clarence caught up in here and stop bullshitting. Sherry, try to call his mom by a real name. Sherry, if you don't stop bullshitting and throwing that 
throw on some of that um uh, that Isaac Hayes. That's what I'm trying mm-hmm. here. If you don't go on down there to Sherry's Fish Shack and buy me two fish plates mm-hmm. with some collard greens and some pinto beans and extra a side mu- of cornbread, extra mustard, mm-hmm. like I like it. Yeah, and some sweet tea. Just when she give him his food, here's a here's a grilled chicken salad. This ain't fried. I know it's smacking out the hands. Yeah, they go to Thanksgiving. What's the hog maws? In the pig feet. I don't see no hog maws in here. Who made these chitlins? I know, yeah. Honey, that, that's not chitlins. That's stuffing, and that is dressing. That is dressing. Right there. No, they, no, they're coming at it, but like this, this is stuffing. 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 Y'all put that shit inside the bird. Right. What is dressing? I know, but they, they look at the like. Y'all trying to kill a nigga. I'll fuck that. Y'all get. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Now I got to make my own dressing. He, ever, he was an old black woman. He never called them niggas. Not once. Right. Right. Does he walk around open shoes and flip flops? Mm. <laughs> With a pink house coat on. Not always tied. Right. Had his hair roll. Had big pink rollers in his hair. Mm. Do he make you cut the lights off when the bill people come by? I know. Put all the food back in the they, oven when y'all got company. I know. They were like, here's baby. Here's a loofah. Loofah. What the fuck I'm going to do with a loofah? Where's a wash rag? Right. Like the mom get up late at night and be like, ah, I just need to get some water. And then all of a sudden you hear from the back, stay out that goddamn refrigerator. <laughs> right. Come up here using all my damn electricity. <laughs> Shut the door. I ain't trying to heat it all outside. Right. Who slammed my damn screen door? <laughs> <laughs> they, they get him some liquid soap. He'd be like, liquid soap? What a boss soap? What a lie. He'd be like, lie, nigga. Don't nobody watch themselves with lie. Who, somebody better turn off this damn Nintendo. Whoa, whoa, little Justin, you're only four years old. Over here using all electricity. And you know it's storming outside. Be Lightning like, gonna strike the TV. Get away from the windows. I know, but like, this is an Xbox 360. Everything in Nintendo. Yeah, it's a Nintendo. Damn it. You heard what I said. But like, a we, um, those, uh, those been out of stink for 15 years. I don't care. They all Nintendos to me. Street lights on. Y'all still hanging outside. Right. <laughs> Run up my electricity. Not someone said Lightville. Nah, it's that electricity. <laughs> it's everything, dog. <laughs> Run up my electricity. Like I don't even know what this means. Uh, I'll be so confused. <laughs> oh man. Uh study black women suffer from hot flashes from menopause longer uh than anyone. I believe that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of uh, black women start at an earlier age. Mm-hmm. Study says anticipated menopause, uh, hot flashes and stuff that for black women can last up to 14 years. Hot flashes, a regular symptom of menopause, while usually lasting only four, a few years, can contribute can continue for up to 14 years and are likely to last longer the earlier they begin. Mm-hmm. I believe that. Uh, in what is called the largest study to date... Uh, researchers took a group of 1,449 ethnically and geographically diverse women who had frequent high flashes. Women in the group had symptoms of menopause from a medi- for a median age of 7.54 years. So just average is seven and a half years of menopause. I didn't know menopause ended. I don't know why I didn't know that. The, the, the thing about menopause, and this is just talk, like actually talking and conversating with other women, um, a lot of some black women start in like their thirties, their forties for some women and some women in in their fifties, uh, give or take. 
uh, a lot of uh, black women um, have a tendency to deal with fibroids and things like that, which causes them to have um, hysterectomies or partial hysterectomies. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times you have hysterectomies. That's when you have everything removed. Mm-hmm. Um, that means you don't have any hormones and things like that, which also strikes up that at a quicker rate because a lot of times during menopause, it shuts down all the hormones that, you know, fluctuate in your system and things like that. And the thing about um, – menopause menopause is crazy like because i one of my aunts i didn't know she's younger she started maybe in her 40s she started menopause and um i was sitting there talking with her one day and this is before i understood what menopause was i was sitting there talking to her one day and she had uh one of my cousins and the room is fine and these big ass balls of sweat just broke out of nowhere like she'd been running five miles i thought I started patting myself down mm-hmm. to be sure that the temperature in the room didn't take a dramatic change, that I didn't have no idea what was going on. And all of a sudden, she just broke out into a really bad sweat. And I was like, are you okay? Are you all right? She was like, no, menopause. I was like, ooh, I don't want none of that. No, I don't want none of that at She's all. She's just going through the change. Right, right. And and it affects every woman differently. Um, A lot of uh women, as they get older, a lot of times uh their men are affected too because – a lot of women's mood changes swing so heavily for them going. And when you go through <clears> menopause, you go menopause. It ain't always hot flashes. Menopause can also be cold flashes too. Mm-hmm. You go from being extremely hot to being extremely cold. Um, I remember when I was um, a little girl, um, I had uh, walked in the house one day. I'm glad when nobody with me, but I walked in the house one day. My mom was butt naked on the kitchen floor and I was confused. I was going on. And she was like, it's the coldest place in the house, you know, because she had just got so, uh, hot and so just being around black women and talking talking with black women uh, it ain't no joking um doctors would tell you uh for uh menopause to be officially ended which means which where it stops you have to literally go without a cycle for one full year like mm. actually a uh, 365 days that's scary because a lot of some women actually get pregnant doing menopause mm. because mm. they assume that hey i hadn't had a period in a, you know a few months or whatever especially if, if you are, are, are a consistent cycler and um they end up getting pregnant doing that phase because they uh, think that they're you know done and their body is like nope psych tricked you you know, so a lot of times they tell women, you know, to stay on birth control and, you know, keep taking whatever form of birth control, the condoms, whatever they're doing until you go a complete year. Uh, that's how you know your menopause is actually completed. Um, and then, you know, that's when you can't get pregnant and all that stuff. But, yeah, menopause is, is, is a beast on women's body. That's why, I mean, I understand men are physically strong, but women go through some shit. And I don't find funny. I don't think men can handle Black black and Hispanic women in the study were found to have hot flashes longer than white or Asian women. Black women had the longest lasting symptoms between a, a median of 10.1 years, which was twice the median for Asian women. Non-Hispanic white women had symptoms up uh, for 6.5 years as a median and Hispanic women 8.9 years. Yeah, and, and, and the thing about, um, uh, I guess, just menopause and the whole concept around menopause is that a lot of women don't talk about menopause. Like a lot, I, I guess because I, I hang around older women and they're more willing to talk about it. But you know, it's kind of hard unless. Well, you, it's not. Is you're not y'all aren't going through it yet. That's when true. When you get to the age where all your friends are going through it, that's probably what you'll talk about. 
yeah that's true too because yeah and i and i'm assuming because i'm a lot younger yeah um but yeah just uh, have a tendency to hang around older people so you know just people talk about the things they go through so that's true too you know it's not like you're not gonna run into too many people that are you know that young to have long conversations about menopause because they're not going through it yet Uh, yeah yeah, uh, they said true. they haven't figured out the reasons for the differences. I wonder Could if- be genetic, diet, reproductive yeah. factors, how many children women have. They don't, they don't know yet. Okay. Yeah, I was thinking maybe diet might come to effect or... or, 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 or I guess what... They don't know. Okay. They haven't solved for it. I mean, it could be anything. That's true. I know black women have a tendency to retain more water during pregnancy. However, the researchers did find that women who had persistent symptoms were less educated had higher perceived stress, and were more likely to suffer from depression and anxiety. Additionally, researchers discovered that the earlier symptoms started, the more likely they were to last. That is to say, women who got half, high flash before their periods ended were more likely to have persistent symptoms than those whose high flashes began only when menstruation stopped. As research also shows, a lot of women are prone to having high flashes before their periods stop. One in eight women reportedly began getting high flashes while they were still having regular periods. Only one-fifth started having symptoms after menopause. If you don't have hot flashes until you stop Menzies, then you won't have them long, Alvis said. If you start later, it's a shorter total duration. It's shorter than the last period. Man, that's crazy. Women put up with a lot of shit. It ain't easy in the streets for women, dog. People have a tendency to act like, you know, quote-unquote, since we the the, the weaker... um, creatures that you know we out here don't have shit to, to to suffer or deal with you know women put up with a lot they have babies you go through menopause like it ain't no joke yep um all right let's uh talk about some uh some games here oh wait let me bring this guy up this is a quick one mm-hmm. uh there's a guy who was a former nazi guard um he's 93 years old <clears throat> he's german um He was a guard at Auschwitz, uh, concentration camp. He's been charged with, uh, 170,000 counts of accessory to murder. What? He was a guard from 1942 to 1944 with responsibilities that include selecting victims to be sent to the gas chambers. The 93 year old reportedly acknowledges being deployed by the Nazi death camp at the time, but denies having taken part in the killings. Either way, 170,000 counts of accessory to murder. He already in his 90s, right? 93. Hmm. Here's my thing. I don't, I don't mind this. You guys know me. I'm petty. I say fuck him. Get him. Can't fuck if you find out when on his deathbed. Put him in prison on his deathbed if I want. Um, here's my thing, though. What if we took this approach with, I don't know, slavery? Mm-hmm. Jim Crow era crimes hangings could you imagine if we were just pulling motherfuckers out of like you know the, the 93 year old people out of their houses and being like yeah so this is you in the background this picture this hanging this young black boy yeah i know you were um you know only 20 at the time right but uh your ass about to go to jail for life yep mm-hmm oh you was in the clan and you think it's cool I mean, we got politicians that go talk to the Klan. Correct. Just, just as recently as last year. Like, like it's crazy how the disconnect between 
the ills of slavery and the holocaust when it comes to crime and punishment it's like well because america didn't do it we're like yeah go get those germans correct but what about the crimes that america's been complicit in what about Mm -hmm. things that people who are alive benefit from and participated in things that help build the foundations and the legacies for they for their their kids what are you talking about son what are you talking you're trying to be reasonable and logical just saying like it's people that got entire fortunes off of slavery right that continue to pass that that money down to their kids like generation to generation to generation yeah why what if we took the same vindictive approach of being like hey all these slave people died um you know and you participated in, in in slavery we think you should be you know held accountable for that shit i know it was different time but who cares it's not like we say that for these german soldiers it's not like this guy was Hitler. You know what I mean? Like, if he wouldn't have did it, he probably would have been killed. Who knows? But we don't care. Right. There's no mercy for that shit. You need to go to jail. 93 or not. So, but shit happened here while you bringing up old shit. Yep. So, anyway. Who cares about them slaves? Yeah. Um, I guess we should start with, uh, let's see, we did Bill Cosby. We'll do fucking with black people. I think we did it really anything that fuck with us okay um <clears throat> what's wrong fucking with black people music uh... we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time to play the game that we all hate to love to play for black history month it's fucking with black people. The game where we read articles from all around the globe and we ask our, con- well, and then we score them from zero to a hundred in intervals of 25 for how much we feel fucked with. Today's contestants is everybody. Uh, there's so many stories. I'll just click on randomly. Not so many stories. Honestly, there's, uh, pages of stories. I, we haven't oh, covered Lord. this in a long time. Yeah, cause we've uh, been fucked with a lot. So yeah. Let's see. Just keep starting them. We'll get right eventually to get to them uh don lemon versus tavis smiley i don't feel like covering that so we'll just archive that bitch okay montel william takes on fox you can talk about race all you want but it's just a game um okay let's see what montel williams is talking about guess there's video for this um here we go Protests turning violent in the aftermath of the two grand jury decisions involving deadly police force used in Ferguson, Missouri and New York City. What you're looking at right there was the scene in Berkeley, California, police firing tear gas after they say protesters started throwing rocks and bottles at them and tried to set a patrol car on fire at one point. President Obama then addressed the issue of racism during his weekly address. Watch. This is something that is deeply rooted in our society. It's deeply rooted in our history. But the two things that are going to allow us to solve it, number one, is the understanding that we have made progress. And so it's important to recognize, as as painful as these incidents are, we can't equate what is happening now to what was happening 50 years ago. And from that interview, we go to this. A new poll finding 53% of adults say race relations have gotten worse since President Obama took office in 2009. It's worth noting, 45% of blacks agreed with what you're looking at there. Montel, I want to go to you first. I really have one overarching question. 
We have moved now weeks beyond at least the first non-indictment, grand jury non-indictment. That was Ferguson, Missouri. And now we've had a second here in New York City. But we're talking days away from that. What do the people in the streets want? Well, you know, if we look at what happened in Berkeley and Oakland last night, I think a majority of those people out there were part of Occupy <coughs> Oakland. They weren't even out there because they were out yeah. there because mm -hmm. of this issue. Mm -hmm. So let's start to get back to where we should probably attempt to do this for the first time in reality in this country and have a real discussion about race. We just don't do it. We, we keep pointing in other directions, blaming other people, and making sure that, no, you've got to be wrong and you've got to be wrong. We can't even stop for a second and have a discussion. And until we do, this is going to happen. It's going to get worse because, again, this was occupied. This wasn't, if you remember, let's look at the faces. Zoom in a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know, about three weeks ago in Ferguson, you saw it was majority black faces. Now across this country, you see multi-ethnic, multi-racial. I saw two older Caucasian women getting swapped in the face last night on the uh, news yeah. in Berkeley. Caucasian. So, again, the discussion is not about are we more racist today than we were yesterday? Do we hate more black people today than we did yesterday? Why don't we have a discussion about what's the problem well, I, and know, discuss it? I think one of the big problems is financial. I mean, if you look at what's happened in this country since the president has been in office, the divide between rich and poor has grown dramatically. A lot of that has to do with the Federal Reserve's policy. One of the things, the main thing that has increased has been the stock market. That has only benefited people who are wealthy enough to invest there. So I think that the income gap has widened dramatically See, since the financial crisis. this is what I'm talking about. Crisis. This is the excuse. We will not talk about the problem. It's about answering the money's part of the no, problem? No, it's not the problem. The problem, right. if it's money that's the problem, how about the fact that right now we have over 53% of our Congress that are millionaires plus, and about 28% of them are multi-millionaires, and about 15 years ago we didn't have that. So what's going on in disparity in this country? What's going on in disparity in this country? Maybe the people passing some of the laws don't give a damn about the people no matter what color they are. I think we're money. making the same point. So, I don't no, think we were disagreeing that, with each other there. The problem. Let's talk race. Race is the problem. Right. In this country right now today, there are certain countries, cities in this country where you know, blacks stand a chance of being incarcerated at a hundred times more than any other race mm -hmm. in that city, in this All city right. alone. So you bring up the point, so though. Let's and, have the discussion. And, and it's, it's it, it, you don't think that's financially motivated either? You don't think that's about people trying to make money, can't make money? You, you money drives the all these things. Money and not talk about a race all, right. all you want, but it's just a game. But so it let's seems like the only time we ever talk, talk about seriously. this is when people are rioting in the streets. Correct. I mean, it, 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 and right now the narrative has become how many buildings are they going to burn, right. rather than let's get back to the actual thing, which was if people are upset with the court system in this country and they feel like that's not fair. I don't hear anybody talking about that, Jedediah. Yeah, the problem is, you know, when I was in the midst of these protests in New York, though, what I saw from a lot of people, people taking selfies, people partying. So there are there is a segment of the population that protests just to protest and aren't really interested in having mm -hmm. a discussion. It's really easy to blame President Obama for this, but it's not his fault. This is a community-based problem. It has to start at the dinner table. It has to start among families. This is not his fault. There's and the there word. was an unfair expectation based on... Families. 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 The breakdown of the family. And this is not something that is just in the black community, Montel. The breakdown of the American family among whites, among Hispanics, you go down the list. You can, that is, and I, I do agree with you on the money perspective, but I think family and the breakdown of family is a huge part of a lot of this that's as well. That's a huge yep. As long as we don't ever right. talk the issue, it'll never get solved. Yep, that's exactly true. We are going to shift over to my alma mater. By the way, that was a perfect illustration on how to not have the discussion, but to have a discussion about having a discussion. Which is one of the reasons I don't really like uh, that framing of we should just have a discussion because having a discussion just always ends up being like why we should have it. But then it's like, OK, so let's talk about it. 
why are black people getting this type of treatment well you know uh we should really have that discussion and i think we should discuss that at some point i think a discussion has to begin that was his whole point and she talked about irrelevant she was like bitch you're not talking about what we need to talk about you're talking around the topic yeah but i don't even think his point was to have a discussion for mm, real not really because uh, i think if you would have been like all right my tail started what you want to talk about he would have right. been like well i just think it's time to have a discussion okay because because that way you don't have to pick a side you don't have to say anything controversial you don't have to be um you don't have to be on the record for anything you can just be on the record of thinking it's time for the discussion not to mention what is the discussion going to be where's it going to end what's it going right. to result in because you know for me it's a quite simple thing of uh the discussion somehow always intimates that there's two sides to racism and that both sides have merit and i just refuse to even give any inch on that i agree you know what i mean it's always the side of like well it's okay to be racist because and it's like well now you've already got me at a situation where i don't agree with you and i'm not i i don't want to discuss anything with you you need to just do what the fuck i tell you then because because we're not i'm not willing to just sacrifice my humanity for you to be comfortable with your racism and that's where a lot of this gives in and i think for guys like him it's it seems brave to parse it like well i just think it's time for a discussion we're not really having a discussion but then when you're like all right so cool what do you want to talk about well i just think we should have a discussion well you know you you true you bring up a good point because you know what the people that will really go deep and delve they'll never have those people on fox no like they'll or they'll paint you like you're crazy right the person that will really come in all right well let's let's really talk about it people who've dedicated their lives to following poverty and fighting for uh, uh uh minority rights and fighting for poor people rights and have dedicated uh uh time and money and effort and worked in community centers like those people that could give you facts and statistics and give you people's names and make shit personal you'll never bring them up because as far as you're concerned they're fucking lunatics right and then they're like all right we'll be right back after this commercial so you've got bad credit, a minimum wage job, and you need cash now. Who's going to give you a hand? Money Mutual. We've helped people all across America. Money Mutual has the largest network of short-term lenders who can lend you up to $1,000 in cash by tomorrow. Just be 18 or older with a minimum income of $800 a month. And don't worry if you have less than perfect credit. It's time to hear yes for a change. Go to MoneyMutual.com or call 1-800-585-CASH uh you know so why we gotta talk about the money guys what's that got to do with anything eight hundred dollars a month how much is that a year uh eight hundred dollars a month right times 12 uh oh wait i gotta calculate on this computer what am i doing i was got to try to do that in my head um nine thousand six hundred dollars a year okay so if you make nine thousand six hundred dollars a year we'll give you up to a thousand dollars <laughs> which is a huge percent of your annual pay if you made that little bit of money nigga you ain't got no money to pay me back how you gonna mm-hmm. pay me back i don't know um, how, you, how you gonna pay me back a third of, a third of your income how you, how, how you gonna pay me back yeah i guess you know you just need to figure it out i mean they give you a thousand dollars by tomorrow karen by tomorrow and you just pay and them ten thousand dollars by the end of the year Yeah. Mm-hmm. You big guy with that foolishness. Not a fan. Mm-mm. All right. Um. 
all right well that's what but you won't talk about race though okay get the fuck out of here when when your whole thing is promoting and pushing the product to minority people that was scamming them out of their money and states had to pass laws because some of these people that was doing the same shit that you pushing and promoting was charging people up to a thousand percent uh of what the loan was worth and a lot of these people end up never getting out of debt and end up uh being and paying these people for years these little Mm -hmm. small fractions of loans word okay um all right well um you know just get these payday loans karen and stop worrying about race and we got a discussion I want to have a discussion on why you owe me my money. Where my motherfucking money at? That's what. Right when the bill collector get to calling you. <laughs> yeah, that's what money mutual saying. Shit, that much money you can you don't own nothing. You know the name Montel Williams. Montel Williams had one of the longest running shows on TV. As a result, many people trust his advice. A Sailor Park woman, however, tells me that she's now deeper in debt than ever before, all because she listened to Montel. Karen Kelly is a mom and nurse who struggles to make ends meet. So when times got really tough, she turned to a name she trusted, Montel Williams, and an ad she saw on late night TV. Go to MoneyMutual.com today and get up to $1,000 in your checking account by tomorrow. I mean, who doesn't know Montel Williams? And I figured it was safe, it was secure. She applied for a loan from Money Mutual, the website with Montel's reassuring face, giving it her bank account number. Almost immediately, she says, her inbox was deluged. When I checked my email, I had 477 lenders saying that I was pre-approved. Worse, she says, several membership clubs started taking money out of her bank account without her consent. He charged me a membership of $149 to take out of my checking account. At the time, I had $8 in there. That was the reason I applied for the loan. Her bank agreed to waive the overdraft fees, but Karen says the charges kept coming. A web discount club charged her $22. A Liberty discount club charged her $34. Money Mutual, based in Silver Springs, Nevada, according to a Whois search of its website, is not a lender. The fine print states it shares your information with many different lenders. Complaint sites are filled with stories similar to Karen's. So I called its toll-free number and emailed the site, trying to stop the deluge but received no reply, nor did I get a response when I emailed Montel's agency and even sent a message to his Facebook account. I will continue to try to reach Montel Williams and we'll update you on any new information we receive. Meantime, if you're in financial trouble, you need a loan, first look locally and never give your bank account or debit card number out to... He said he sent him a Facebook message. I I, I hit him up on Instagram and Twitter... (laughs) I did his Tumblr page. We 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 will find this nigga for you, man. We will find him. I like some of his statuses on Facebook. <laughs> right. He gonna reply to us. We did everything to find him. Oh man. Alright, let's do some more. Oh, and you know, and, and what what's fucked up about that mm-hmm. is that everything? Everything. <laughs> but the the biggest thing is fucked up. You eventually just gotta close your account. Yeah. Right. That's the only way they gonna stop getting that money. Is if you be like, fuck it, close my account. Yeah. I just love the uh I trusted him 
<laughs> that's why they had his I face can't. up there, lady. Right. Oh, man. Martell. Like, that's what they should have said. So let's have a discussion about how you ripping off these people off. How you ripping off these poor people that you claim to be so concerned about, what, sir? What race do you think they are, Martell? Well, that's the thing. I rip off people of all races. Okay? So. Right. If you're poor, we rip you off. Yeah, don't accuse me of racism. Right. A sorority girl celebrated her 21st birthday with a, th- with a racist three-layer cake. Oh, how is it racist? Um, well, I'll put the picture of it in the chat, and uh, you guys can judge for yourself. But Not uh, a three-layer cake. Looking at the cake, it looks like uh, the bottom says, suck a nigga dick. Oh! Then there's some wine glasses, then HBD, and then some beer that bottles. Um, suck a nigga dick? What does suck a nigga dick mean? No, HBD. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Um... A lovely photograph. Oh, it do got grape juice. Oh. Yep. Some grape juice on there. Oh, and the, and the bottom one got, uh, what is it? Uh, oh, crap. Like a, a white wine. Crap. Mm. What is that? Right? Is it sherry? Hey, I don't know. Mulo? Uh, Moscato, maybe? Yeah, Moscato. Uh, here's a lovely photograph of a sorority girl from the United, from the University of Maryland celebrating her 21st birthday. Oh, wait. Mind telling them, what'd you give it? Zero to a hundred. Oh, talking about, oh, talking with them talking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was a hundred because they ain't talk about shit. Um, okay, they said HBD stands for happy birthday. Okay, there you go. So, uh, it says, um, University of Maryland celebrating their 21st birthday in a traditional way with a fun alcohol themed cake that's piled on many bottles, blue moon, and shitty wine with, and adorned with the inscription, suck a nigga dick. Wait, what was that last thing again? The racist ca- uh, cake is allegedly inspired by 3-6 Mafia track of the same name. <laughs> Did they describe this birthday cake and, and I went paying the tickets? They probably did. Who knows? I don't be listening. Uh, I don't know. I know 3-6 did have um, slob on my knob. Uh, let me see if I can find Suck a Nigga Dick on here. I feel like it would be one of their top 10 hits on Spotify probably. Of course. Um, But yeah, I do remember that Suck a Nigga Dick or something. But I thought that was... You played it before. Yeah, I thought I thought I think I had. the name of it is Slob on my knob, ain't it? I thought it was Slob on my knob, yeah. Yes, that's the name of the song. But they got but they but, but oh, okay, so they so I guess Gawker reported it as the wrong title then. Right. Cause you know, God the person who running Gawker don't know nothing about that. They just know it get that that's what she called the cake, so they assume that's the name of the song. Yeah. Oh, this is Chopped and Screwed version? Oh, I want Chopped and Screwed. All right, let me, let me get the regular version. Let me see. And most people don't do that right. Slop on my knob, yeah. like corn on the cob. Check in with me and do your job. Lay on the bed and give me head. Don't have to ask, don't have to beg. Juicy is my name, sex is my game. Let's call the boys. Let's run the train. Squeeze on my nuts, lick on my butt. The natural curly hair. Please don't touch. First find a mate. Second find a place. Third find a bag to hide the whole face. Real name Grover. I said been over. I started to knock. Then came the odor. Smell like mush. Shouldn't have a bush. Told her to stop and take a dish. When she did that, I, I didn't want the cat. So I bapped out and never came back. Suck a nigga dick or something. My nigga D Magic said he had to have it. I said just forget it. 
it's too crabby. Know a little freak in Hollywood sucks on dick, does it real good. She'll give you money, fill up your tummy, house full of kids, plus all stomach. Once had a down, backyard ground, hit it from the back, enjoy the sound. Name undercover, always use the rubber, till I get caught, fucking with her mother. She blamed it on me, we fought in the street, she pulled out a knife. So I had to flee. Called up the boys. Went to a house. Charged the whole place. Threw the bitch out. Police busted in. Where the niggas at? We left just in time. And never came back. Broke through the hood. Waved at the freaks. Sniffing all the rocks. Smoking all the geeks. Made another stop. Police station. Saw a few cops. Drove and sprayed them. License tag number. A nigga said he saw. Bogus all the time. Never get caught. Suck a nigga dick or something. So, uh, yeah. Um, so that's where she got the song from, y'all. The DGs threw the original poster of the photo under the bus in a Facebook post that attempted to distance the chapter from Suck a Nigga Dick Gate. <laughs> <laughs> Suck a Nigga Dick Gate. We have become aware of an unacceptable Instagram post by a member of our chapter. The fraternity volunteers and staff are working with our chapter at the University of Maryland at this time to hold this member accountable. Delta Gamma Fraternity is a dynamic organization committed to diversity and does not discriminate on the basis of race, religion, affiliation, color, creed, national origin, sexual orientation, marital status, or physical disability. All efforts are in place to guarantee these selected member, selected for membership are committed to living our values. Delta Gamma stands for high ideals of friendship, promoting cultural and educational interest and a true sense of social responsibility developing the best qualities of character instagram photo has 77 likes when so that's so people did like it mm-hmm. um so anyway i'm kind of surprised that uh the dgs um uh, i mean i'm not surprised they distanced themselves from her but the fact that they acting like she made that cake for herself come on like she it was all her fault nah y'all made that cake y'all thought it was funny right until you get the backlash it was like oh bitch you on your own now what would you get that one mm, that one get about a 50 yeah i'm gonna give it a 52 because I, I mean really fucked with. how racist can you be if you gonna suck a nigga dick you know what i mean like right. i feel like that's a positive and for her birthday she might have wanted to do that you know that's almost like reparations like she might just not understand the cultural you know relevance of what she did but you know suck a nigga dick no, uh, we could we, we can work on that. Enjoy you know? your twenty first birthday, girl. Yeah, I hope you can got to suck many nigga dicks. Good luck to you. Uh, a bar offers a controversial Michael Brown shot special. I have not missed a this. picture of this. <laughs> I have not missed fucking with black people, but we are so far behind. Sign advertising the shot special surfaced on social media today, causing some controversy on the bar's Facebook page. Tonight, the owner is apologizing and canceling the Michael Brown shot special. Mugshots Pub, where sarcasm is always free. That's the motto the owners here say they live by. It's not meant to cause any harm. This is the bar's. Now, keep in mind. They're doing the interview. They are not showing the owner's face. So he stands behind this way behind over there somewhere. Because mm-hmm. he don't want to be held accountable. Co-owner. He did not want to be identified to protect him and his family. I should have thought a little bit more about it before I made it a shot special. Here's the picture that started the outrage on social media. A sign advertising a Michael. Buy one, get one free. 
Oh, Brown Mike Brown special. spot six, six shots for ten dollars. Six shots of Jose yep. Cuervo for ten dollars. That's what you get for the Mike Brown special. Oh. Owner claims other bars in St. Joseph are also offering Michael Brown specials and says he stole the idea from them. Look like it. Oh, now he trying. <laughs> <laughs> we putting everybody underneath the bus. I know that's a nigga. Now we gotta deal with them bringing their asses over here interviewing us now. <laughs> uh, we stole this idea, y'all. This ain't ours. We, yeah, I want y'all to know this is not original. Other people yeah. have had this too, y'all. Just slow. Yeah, we just happen to be the one that was dumb enough to post it on Instagram. Yeah, we some thieves, y'all. Please don't. No, right, because right. I bet you other people had this shot. I mean, had this idea, but I bet you one thing, it wasn't on their social media. But it's getting a good response. So I just decided to use it here. That's what bar owners do. If they find out something works in another bar, they try to use it at their bar. A few protesters held signs and chanted outside the bar Saturday night. Brian Klein was going to protest, but instead reached out to the owner to express his frustration. We're not out here to burn anything down or anything like that, but yeah, we talked it out. Tonight, by the, the way, I, I love that all the protests that they show were white. Oh, you angry? They were mad too, <laughs> holding up signs, rest in peace. They was like, "Look, we is not having this." Yep a new shot special poking fun at himself but it didn't keep the owner of mugshots having an asshole shot special <laughs> protesters away some protesters shouted others left signs like this one to relay the message Brian Klein with the St. Joseph Anonymous Group says although he decided not to protest here tonight, he says if any other bars in the area do offer this special, he will not hesitate to show up. Molly Balkenbush, Fox 4 News, working for you. Oh, no specials went down as soon as they saw this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Karen, what would you give that? Oh, that's 100. Yep, that's 100, guys. I got to give that 100 just for a straight up effort. I mean, you get an A for effort. Yeah, you just do not see very much from that. Uh, let's do some more, man. We're so far behind, you know. Yeah, just to make up and, you know. Happy what, we, Black we, History Month. Right. We might go another week or two and not cover one because I'm trying to tell you, if we cover shit that I feel like fuck with me, we don't cover this story because I'm like, look, I'm like, I'm fucked with it. That's it. One day we need to go through all this archive, though. Got to yeah, keep talking about it. I just do a whole show dedicated to it. Here we go. The Tempe Police Department's run from the cops 5K which was scheduled for tomorrow morning, has been canceled because of the civil unrest that going, going on right now between law enforcement and citizens across the country. The police chief says a lot of consideration went into canceling the event, but in the end, they felt it was necessary so that the name of the event wouldn't be misinterpreted. The department says they will contact participants to uh, issue refunds very soon. Run from the cops. <laughs> it's called run from the cops run from the cops 5k not cop run 5k not cops running 5k just run from and the it's cops. tempe arizona of all fucking places oh. run from the cops 5k what, what do you do get the mexicans ahead run and then have everybody <laughs> run out there what the fuck is happening here this is a hundred well whoever created that name get a 100 they they tear oh. their papers up and be like, well, you better run. Oh, my God. You light their papers on fire. Oh. Like, you don't belong here, Mexican. And then run. Run <laughs> from the cops. Okay. But what point did it seem like a good idea? It's like, well, after they shot Trayvon, but before they shot Mike Brown, and slightly before Tamir Rice, we thought, this is a good idea. We should do run from the cops. Okay. I guarantee you, the person who created that, I guarantee you, there was nobody of color around them. 
and they didn't consider uh it being offensive to anybody. This offensive to you, Bob? Nope. All right, and they put that shit out there. Yeah. Meanwhile, if you run from the cops in any way, then people actually do think you should be killed and so. shot. Right. Well, Eric and Garner, beat. why he have his hands up? Why he blink? Why he breathe? Why is he there? He deserved to die. A hundred, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred. A frat was suspended for a Clemson Christmas party in wake of Ferguson protest. Ah, not Christmas. Christmas. C R I P M A S, like the gang Crips. Oh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh. While Clemson students protest non-indictments in Ferguson and Staten Island on co- campus this weekend, some frat bros decided to elevate the race discussion by dressing like gang members. Sigma Alpha Epsilon threw a Clemson Christmas party Saturday night, which featured lots of white kids sporting fake teardrop tattoos. Uh, now, I will say this. I'm extremely proud of these white people because nobody came in blackface none of them at least they had enough sense not to do that bullshit. so i want to give them a lot of credit for that because everything else they did was stupid and fucked up um one of the pictures said tupac's back <laughs> and by the way these, these are like the whitest looking people sae's national headquarters quickly suspended the frat after bros posted photos of the event on instagram and twitter and other clemson students protested the party on campus it's not clear if the Christmas party was a direct response to Ferguson protesters on campus, but according to post on Yik Yak, racial tensions at the university are high. Students, perhaps the same frat bros that think it's funny to dress up like gang members, have posted comments like, what are these tar babies doing in Bowman Field? And go back to Africa in response to black student activists. Uh, student protesters told Clemson President Jim Clements on Sunday that the, he could not stay silent about racism on campus now, especially after Christmas. One student explained, "Which Clemson are you going to side with? We're happy that you're as you, that you're as a first step, uh, but there's a distinct sense that through the silence that the university has had, you're taking sides with another Clemson, a Clemson that wants to harken back to the days of former racist governor of South Carolina, Ben Tillman. The silence seems to support that. We still hear that this kind of safe language." Clemens did release a statement to the university yesterday, but this language was pretty safe. He wrote, at a time of year when our thoughts are turning to family, holidays, and the start of a new year, all the things that unite and bring us joy. It is discouraging that so many events and issues are causing division and hurt and making many students feel unwanted at this great university. It hurts to read disrespectful and just plain mean comments in social media. Last night's Christmas party which the university did not sanction, raised more concerns about the campus climate. Clemson is better than this. Everyone is entitled to his or her own opinion about the events in Ferguson, Staten Island, and protest rallies that those events have spawned. Great universities are built on the free exploration and exploration of ideas, but the free exploration of opinion must not cross the line and become harassment or intimidation, just as rallies and protest marches must not cross the line to lawlessness. So, yeah, he tried to toe that line. Like, oh, it's like everybody's kind of wrong, right? A hundred. What would you give it? Oh, oh yeah. I, I, I get, I get the kids seventy five, but I give a hundred for the people just responding to it. They done. Yeah, too. yeah. Seventy five. I gave them seventy five for no blackface because I yeah. mean, this is old hat at this point. But uh, yeah, had to, had to change it back. Yeah, had to, had to, to get, had to get your twenty five points for the response. Yeah, all you really had to do is say that frat was wrong, bro. That's really all you had to need. That's all. That's the only thing your job was. Yeah, that's what you get paid to do. Um. 
uh twitter slam strange fruit pr firm spurring it to drop the name it shared with a very famous song about lynching the mm-hmm. once was an austin public relations firm named strange fruit public relations okay see i'll I be feeling like this shit on purpose you know what i mean because it's, it's so obvious what's gonna happen when you go on twitter i have a hard time thinking you didn't think of this strange fruit well, I mean, I'm, maybe. like you don't research the own name of your firm strange fruit is a song about people getting black people getting getting hung from trees oh something like the kanye west song no before that even nina simone oh. i believe um the sample he used for strange fruit um uh, is there but nina simone and billy holiday sang strange fruit oh so it's a i see what saying. it's a really 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 old song okay seven feet barren strange fruit blood on the leaves and blood at the roots this is Nina Simone's version okay black bodies swinging in the southern breeze Strange fruit <coughs> hanging from the poplar trees. Pastoral scene of the gallant South. Them big bulging eyes. And the twisted mouth. So, what made you? I see what you're saying. So, okay. So, the problem is that you, as a company, did not Google the name to be sure. Ain't nobody else has had that name. You want us to to believe you didn't Google the name. Oh, I don't believe that. No. At at best. Okay, okay, I I believe. At best, ignorance is the one thing you go, like, hey, we just thought that the shit wasn't that bad. You know, and I I don't even believe. It's sad. I don't believe that. A, you Google to be sure nobody else has a name. And B, you want to be sure, like you say, if the name has been used before, how has it been used before? Was it associated with? It, is there any room for a lawsuit? Like that—that that goes along with with business, right? Yep. Okay, and, and odds are, you paid somebody to do this research on your behalf, mm-hmm. and you mean tell me they told they? I guarantee you they told you this. You would fuck it. You didn't think it, and I'm like you. I think people purposely do it because they know you do certain things, you would get that attention, but they didn't expect this backlash. Within hours, they vanished from the internet. Its Facebook and Twitter pages are non-existent. Its website led to broken pages. Even a Google cache had had been swept of nearly all evidence of its former presence. <laughs> <laughs> They got that shit out of there. They apologize in a statement to the Austin American statesman. We were wrong. We extend our deepest and sincerest apologies for the offense caused by our name of our public relations firm. The dragging strange fruit experienced on Twitter wasn't so much about political correctness as it was about the ever widening chasm between blacks and whites and how they're expected to know about history of their country. It was reminiscent of the controversy that found singer writer Annie DeFranco 
when she announced she was holding a retreat on her former slave plantation that didn't go well either we thought the name would be perfect for a hospitality pr firm that specializes in fruit and drink oh wow i don't think this was a joke they just didn't know wow we of course googled to ensure that it was not taken elsewhere and found the billy holiday song online thinking it would have nothing to do with our firm since it was written in 1939 it wouldn't be top of mind in the public consciousness we now know we were naive to think that and should have known better this is why you need a nigga at your job right how you want just one black person just one just, it only take one like they can even be mixed and half half a nigga just just somebody right. black mexican latino somebody to be like i know you don't think this don't matter but they but like this they about everybody and they played the song and they played kanye west's version and they'd be like y'all know what I don't, y'all know what? Pick a different name. I would have threw, I would say in the high, I'm going to be generous and take it down some, okay? In the high 80 percentile, most black people would be like, strange fruit, nigga, don't do that. Right. Like maybe there's a, maybe there's 12% of black people that really would just be like, mm, you're right. This tea is delicious and strange. But 90% of us no. will be like, um, what, so what are we going to name this? Right. No, 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 it can't be that. Nope. I must be reading. Am I going blind in one eye? Cause it seemed like y'all just called this hanging niggas from trees. No. Okay. <laughs> I don't think that's, uh, I don't think that's appropriate. And I think you're yeah. going to get a lot of backlash. And it's just one of those things. Even somebody like me who have, may have never heard that Billy Holiday song. Yeah. I would have remembered the Kanye West song. I'd have played, look, look, mm, mm, mm. that, that yeah. was, that was on the Kanye, but I wouldn't even went back to that one. I'd have played the Kanye West verse, but I don't think he won't play that one. And then I'd have heard this one and say, oh, y'all really don't want to play it. Right. And that's the other thing. It was in Blood on the Leaves. Right. That's how I remember it. Which is like, like even if, like Karen had never heard Strange Fruit before. No, but the song, but everybody heard this shit. That's why when you said it, that's what I thought it was. From the poplar trees. I just need to clear my mind now. It's been racing since the summertime. Now I'm holding down a like, what That's why I thought it was. I, I to, like, when they heard that, did they just go, oh, that's so catchy. We should call our teeth strange fruit. We're just not going to listen to Kanye West's lyrics, though. We're just going to keep going. Right, because you know, it's about holding the summer down. Is what our brand is really about. Right, because I was born in 1979, not 1939, so I had no idea. Not trying to be funny and just just show my ignorance. No idea about that particular song. So, like I said, I would have played this version to them, but like this lady say "string fruit" at the beginning of the song, y'all. I don't think I want to play this. I mean, they even have a breakdown in here where she does the black body, right. like all that. In, like he took the whole first verse. And then some, and put it in here. That's enough to know that that's not probably the, not a good thing to name your drink. I was like, um, I know y'all might not give a fuck, might not know anything about Kanye West, but I want you to know that um, he sings about or some lady, me, when some lady sings about this strange fruit, and you don't want none of this. And then once we found the Billy Holiday, and I listened to that version, I'm like, oh, y'all really don't want to do it now. <laughs> yeah, maybe they're gonna have "We Shall Overcome" vibrators. Maybe yes! that's coming next. 
if you use this, you will overcome. You won't just come. You'll overcome. We Googled it, and it was just a song from 1906. I mean, I don't understand why people are so upset that the We Shall Overcome vibrators and dildos is, is being sold out here. I mean, shit. We're giving you half. We're giving, we having a three-fifths sale. You can get three-fifths off right now. You get three-fifths, uh, apparently. Um, yeah, come down to Mason Dixon flags. We have a Mason Dixon flag. What is wrong with that? We, our owners are Larry Mason and Todd Dixon. <laughs> yes. We is. can't have a Mason Dixon flag company. Wow. You sure can't. Twitter is so sensitive. Wow. You people taking this way too far. Yep. Uh, they said we received questions, <laughs> questions, mostly on social media. Yeah, it was, what the fuck? Again, that's one of the main questions. And we address each one immediately with our inspiration behind the name and our take. Yeah, how, 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 how quick did that get old? Uh, they said, like, guys, they ain't buying it. They're not buying it. We gotta change the name. Had we known the hard, like, after the 37,000th response, were you like, ooh, this is gonna be a thing? Oh, no, 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 that. Could you imagine? The person, or, or, or it's probably somebody young, inexperienced. Could you imagine they hire you, bring you in, and you don't know nothing about it either? That's the, I'm just saying you're oblivious as they are. And they're like, yeah, um, all we want you to do is just put us up on social media. We're on Facebook, Google, you know, Tumblr, you know, uh, Instagram. So they happy, you know, creating all these accounts. Then all of a sudden, the next two hours is they replying. They look tired. They look drained. They break into a sweat. They go, yeah, I think we need to change his name, cause all I keep getting is WTF. What yeah. the fuck, y'all? Um, you have to just keep hiring more and more people right. just to respond to the tweets. Right? They 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 turn to them. They they look stressed. They don't turn red. They they taking high blood pressure pills. They having palpitations. They going yeah. I I, I know y'all won't stand behind. You know, after a while, somebody says, "Fuck it, Jim." I know you won't stand behind the name, dog. I I understand this, bro. Bro, 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 you got to change the name, bro. I'm tired of repeating myself. Yeah, I just feel like they they just had other ideas, too. Right, right. I couldn't imagine it, bro. bro. Well, I guess we can scrap this Jim Crow uh, media thing we was about to start. That's right. probably won't get off to a good start with that one either. Right. Man. Hey, could you, I could, I could imagine, but like, bro, 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 you, bro. I just heard, remember that Billy Holiday that came up when we Googled it? Yeah, man, I, it was back in, th- no, 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 no. Come here, come here. He bring everybody to a meeting and plays it. Then they go, oh, man. Bro, you got yeah, to stop it. Yeah, we probably should have totally played that song. Right, instead of glossing, instead of just, glossing like, over it. Going, instead of saying 1939, we'll be fine. We probably should have just like played it one time. If somebody would have played that song one time all the way through, mm-hmm. they would immediately changed that. Could you imagine the person was like, hey, play, play. Um, Jim, and you might want to change this name. You, you, you. Listen to the song. Um, um, I'm not racist, but the Negro is going to get very angry if you put this out. Like, this one not going to They don't well. know. Nah, I'm telling you, these white people didn't even know that. They just need a black person at the job. That would have been like, nah. And what was even, what, 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 what may have even been more fucked up if they'd have played it and still glossed over it. That's when you know yeah. there's a big separation you just need a Just need a black person at the time on, on, the, on, the, on the job, Karen. It's pretty simple. Just one. Just one. All you need is a damn black one, like a janitor could have told you not to do this. It's not <laughs> right. even, you don't even they, like a, you don't even like, need like a title. There was like, um, don't, I, um, what's his name? Um, Joe, don't, Joe, the janitor dude, ain't he black? 
So yeah, he'd be like, okay, um, when Joe come in to clean up tonight, play that song for him and see how he responds. Yeah, just run it by an intern. You don't have to play the song. Just right. tell them we think about naming it Strange Fruit. And then they'll be like, uh, not all the college credits in the world can make me work here. And they'll be like, what happened? Because it's racist. Oh, got it. It's very simple. Anyway, next segment. Five star click. That's a six for the side. That's that new M6. Even pay a rent. That's my uncle spin. I can't even lie. I'm so super high. Do not need her when I keep her unless she is fine. She love me not. All my bitches love me. All right. Here are the choices, chat room. I hope you're listening. Groupie tells my first night with Hakeem Warwick. What happened to a second night? Did that ever come out? Mm-hmm. Groovy Tales, that's number one. Number two, Groovy Tales, Nelly uh, meets his groupies in Atlanta. Groovy Tales, I mean, <laughs> shit. Number three, <laughs> number three, shots have been fired online. Now what? By Queen and Vanya, giving that advice. You know, she likes giving advice. Number four, Groovy Tales, I had sex with Chris Brown at the Grammys. And number five, K. Michelle breaks it off with Bobby May, says he's fame hungry. Bobby Mays nudes. Give me a number from one through five. One through five, y'all. Let's see what y'all pick. Uh, need to play some music while y'all think. Um, matter of fact, let's just play this. No, that's not it. Uh, let's play some of this Jeopardy thinking music. Karen's tallying up the votes right now, guys. win number four it is number four wins let me look at the choices which is ruby tells i had sex with chris brown after the grammys mm, this might get violent won't he do it i bet chris brown beats the pussy up mm-hmm. 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 with his fist with his fist uh i'm sure team breezy will be happy to know we got a groupie tale on chris brown this one is recent taking place just a week ago during grammy weekend in los angeles allegedly reading it read it below and let us know if you believe it or not disclaimer groupie tales are submitted by our readers we cannot confirm 100 percent accurate event story posted i hooked up with chris brown at the meeks after party before all the drama a light-skinned guy came up to me and said that chris brown was admiring my ass 
he wanted to know if me and my friend wanted to go back to his house i was shocked i said yes he asked me for my cell number one hour later i got a call from his block number uh from this block numbers i guess you mean block number we met a dark-skinned guy at a gas station wouldn't be surprised that chris brown group is a color struck all right <laughs> we met a dark all they see is black and blue uh we got in- <laughs> that's all they see <laughs> that's not the kind of color struck i meant but yes that's true <laughs> their color and struck color you gonna be seeing uh, all right uh, what was i uh, <laughs> we got into a black range rover he told us we will have to sign a non-disclosure agreement and give him our cell phones man niggas, niggas doing the most of these groupies now i'm not saying it's not smart but like here she is snitching you know what i mean like so these- it don't matter she gonna tell it either way but he's like fuck it at least she ain't got no proof that's what I need, some non-disclosure dick. Be like, girl, you need to sign this agreement. And then you can get this dick. <laughs> My friend and I look at each other. He said, look, he can't have pictures of him on Instagram again. We said, okay. Well, he is dating Kakarot, so I can see how this could be a problem. Yeah, like a garage ain't going for that. Right. Uh, we drove around 20 minutes and arrived at his house in Hollywood. I asked, was this Chris' house? Or he said, no, it's a friend. We went into the back of the house where Chris and two other guys and three girls were. Chris offered us something to drink. We all danced and drank for 30 minutes. Then Chris asked me, did I want to go to the bedroom? I said, yes. They danced? They probably mean lap dances, right? Like, I can't picture Chris Brown actually doing all them moves from on stage at, like, somebody's house. So he probably just grind on that ass or something. I said, yes. I was really nervous. Chris was like, you don't have to do nothing if you don't want. Then he, then he cracked his knuckles. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to do nothing if you don't want. I said, can we talk a little? He said, yes. I told him I was sorry he didn't win a Grammy for a new flame. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> he did that shit. I know when his dig is hard, all that shit is. Yeah, he all look at them like, bitch, I did a song called These Hoes Ain't Loyal. Right. <laughs> Like, I'm just trying to get my dick sucked tonight. Really? I don't really care about your musical taste right now. He said he wasn't shocked. He would be shocked if he won. People don't respect him. He said at least Shorty won one. I looked at him confused. He said, oh, Rihanna. So I guess he's like, you in my business enough to know my, you know, my music. So, you know, I got me and Rihanna had a thing. Uh, he took the drink to the head. He was drunk by now. I said, I thought y'all didn't like each other anymore. He laughed and said, that's what the world wants, but it'll never happen. Suddenly, he just grabbed me and tongue kissed me. Right after talking about another woman. Mm-hmm. His tongue is long as hell. He's a great kisser. We started taking off our clothes. When I saw how big he was, I got nervous again. We fucked in so many positions, I felt his dick in my stomach. He asked me, have I ever had anal sex? And I said, only once. He said, your ass is so big and beautiful, I gotta have it. I said, okay, go slow. He grabbed some lubricant and started fucking me with his finger first. He asked me, was I okay? I said, yes, keep going. He then slowly eased his dick in. That shit hurt like hell. 
Yeah, what is up with the anal sex on the groovy tails? Mm-hmm. Dudes really just sticking in any chick's ass they just met. I guess that's what's high in the street, just sticking up the ass. Yeah, life ain't porn, dog. It takes preparation. You no, gotta like. No, it doesn't. That a lot of women was like, "Fuck no." Right. But I guess if you're a groupie, it's like they they not like they like. I guess you can be my first ass fucker. Once it was in, and I got used to that shit to the size. That shit was good. After it was over, he took a picture of me naked with a cell phone and put my number in it. I asked him if he was going to marry Kay. Uh, I was talking about um, uh, Kaleidoscope. Uh, why do he? Why do he cheated on her? <laughs> why do he cheated on her? <laughs> yes. Yes. Why do you? Why do he cheated on her? I do wonder that. Mm-hmm. He looked at me and said, "Stop reading Hollywood life. Everything they said is a lie. People put much." put too much shit on instagram likes and comments with that he put <laughs> that's not an answer by the way oh, they dating he was like bitch why you reading god i just fucked you in the ass now i gotta explain everything with that he put me in a range and the same guy drove us to our car uh here's the comments Scar- <laughs> scarlet pumpernickel says lol fatty says smashing randoms in the culo seven question marks V says, huh? Assuming this is true. One, another wet ass with some dry ass pockets. And after fucking a millionaire, two giggle at, I told him I was sorry he didn't win a Grammy for New Flame. Also, she said, I laughed at that. Okay. If I ever meet the baller of my dreams, I wonder if I'll say sorry you didn't win the Super Bowl. Three, you signed a non-disclosure agreement, but posted, but posed for a bare ass pick and yet still left with nothing. Right. That dummy. Well, he didn't say he couldn't disclose, just her. Uh, Harlem just posted us. <laughs> I wish I could describe this smiley. It's yawns and then it blinked and then it just stares at the screen. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm say, it won't let you copy those, will it? No, no, I don't think I could copy that. Uh, I don't think I could copy that to the chat. Let me see if this works. If this works, this will be this, uh, something crazy. Nah, it doesn't look like it's working. Uh, I tried to copy the image and put it on here, but I think it only works in the context of, uh, let's see, image location, maybe. Let's see if that works. Right, let's see if this works. And, no. Well, y'all click that. I think it ta- it'll take you to the GIF. I don't think it'll load. Oh, wait. No, it did load it. All right. So here's what it looks like. This is the smiley she put in there. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> Oh, now that I can put smileys in here, I've made my day. Uh, <clears throat> she must be young, because I'm like, what? No butt sex for free. Sorry. So, Tony Baby is okay with sex, butt sex, but just not for free. Moving in silence says, yeah, if she's you... she's like, look, you're going in the back door. That's extra. If you sign a non-disclosure form, why are you here, says Moving in Silence. Brazil says, so, even though we don't know your name, didn't you break the non-disclosure? And we're just smashing, and we're just smashing random ass. That's what we do now? Sugar Bear says he got a light skinned friend looks like Michael Jackson. Got a dark skinned friend looks like <laughs> Michael Jackson. <laughs> uh, sorry, that song popped into my head after I read that light and dark guy. So his friend saying that your ass was being admired was enough to give it up. Okay, if that's what you like, but why bring up his girl while your ass is still throbbing from the D? His girl, his girl is on the mind, on your mind after the fact. I found all this action hard to believe, to imagine, but then I remember the bathroom was probably bigger than my apartment. 
Akizi taught her says reads just like a fanfix kriana stands be uploading on tumblr grade a mess oh lord i don't even have a comment for this one me either i don't know how to respond to this one i'm gonna put this is a hot mess y'all say hot ass mess (laughs) (laughs) oh can i cuss i'll put stars or something i don't know hot ass mess and anal within an hour of knowing someone and they was they were dancing and sweating and didn't mention a shower before going into her butt hole oh this disgusting oh wait there's more comments on page two. Oh shit realize that maybe i should have waited oh well let's go to page two then oh you already posted it yeah okay i can leave another if i need to that one person left 17 comments uh ally in wonderland <laughs> says laugh my ass off i'll believe it because it's so poorly written written and straight to the point but i don't know if you know what a non-disclosure agreement is <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah it's a pretty funny story and seems true so luscious says signed an nda agreement posed for a naked fic then blast her story on ball alert rolling eyes b thing says no i don't believe it miss lc says you need more people the world has seen chris peen size by now but you weren't nervous enough for anal you were at a house that was wasn't his this that just so happened to have lube yeah that's true yeah did he have how did he know what the lube was yeah he probably bring lube everywhere no, I just buy the house he bring chicks to him. He fuck probably one of his boys' house or a house that he might have underneath another name. You brought up every block situation I'm here. I'm sure he didn't call you. Now you blasted him with a groupie tail after signing the non-disclosure agreement. Girl, go sit down. Miss LC says maybe she carries lube in her purse like how her aunt carries, how my aunt carries tapatio in hers. Shrug. <laughs> and Miss LC laughed at Sugar Bear. So there we go, man. That's uh groupie tales for the day man uh let me play us out um Got it, I do all right all right time to play some guest the race now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time now that it's time for some guest the race that's right, it's guest the race time. 
that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land where we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants the chat room to play guess the race and the chat room is racist all right let's just get it on let's just get it on no choice but to get it on um a nude florida woman oh florida stop traffic to masturbate in front of a car oh shit a new florida woman who cops say was on heavy drugs sunday night allegedly stopped traffic to masturbate and heavily horny in front of a couple's car then climbed onto the hood she wanted a show amy carter 31 then allegedly stopped on the car and threw a cell phone at the vehicle behind it police <laughs> reportedly found her in the intersection on fairview shores on the outskirts of Orlando at around 11:15 p.m. Oh. Yep, she was uh jilling off. Walking through the streets with no clothes on, she appeared to be under the influence of heavy unknown substance in an altered mental state. She allegedly put up a fight, kicked her legs in the air when she was arrested, but she eventually was hauled off to a hospital charged with criminal mischief and exposing her sexual organs. Cops then transferred her to Orange County Jail. She caused $1,500 in damage to the Lexus that she stomped on. Uh, guess the race of, what was Amy Carter, 31 years old. Let's check the chat room. <clears throat> One who just got out of a lake showing a 50 shades <laughs> white. <Aww. laughs> uh, cheese eating body snatcher. White as the molly she popped. Is this Iggy white? 50, 50 shades of white. Uh, has a five-year-old who thinks he was a black woman in a former life. Yeah, named Pam. <laughs> Lexus Stomper White, if you seek Amy, white girl, egg white, a precious snowflake, the correct answer is you all got it white. <laughs> Chilling in, to the, in the streets. They were chilling off in the streets. Oh man. Wonder what wonder what it was that she was on. Mm-hmm. You know? That's like that's a lot. Um here's a story. Uh a couple outbid a woman on her dream home. So then that woman tried to get them raped. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, soon after Jerry Rice and Janice Rutter, not that Jerry Rice, uh, bought their ah! dream home in San Diego's upscale Carmel Valley in the fall of 2011, bizarre things started happening. Their home was mysteriously listed for sale on the internet. Their mail suddenly stopped over Christmas and they were inundated with over a thousand dollars worth of magazines and books they had not ordered. On Valentine's Day, an angry neighbor confronted Rice, asking him why he was sending Valentine's Day cards to his wife. At least eight of his neighbor's wives received similar cards. Then Rice typed his wife's name into an internet search engine and discovered the annoying pranks had morphed into something far more sinister. Advertisements for sex with his wife popped up, and (gasps) someone had posted an ad inviting strangers to their home, address for Carmel Valley Freak Show. The ad encouraged men to drop by their home and perform sexual favors on his wife while he was at work. Uh, they knew they were a target, but didn't know by who, he says. Rice reported the incidents to the police, and a few months later, Kathy Rowe, 
a former san diego mother of the year was arrested mother of the year who votes for that ain't that the truth she voted for herself and then she sent all the all the other votes from other people about for herself too Roe was charged with two felony counts of solicitation of rape and sodomy and misdemeanor counts, including harassment. She pleaded guilty to a stalking charge. Ain't it federal offense? She fucking with their mail and shit, too? Right. She was sentenced to a year of home electronic surveillance, five years of probation, and ordered to stay away from the couple for 10 years. Roe says McCube became angry after the couple, young couple outbid her on a $700,000 plus home she wanted and orchestrated a sinister plot to exact revenge. The behavior was originally considered harassment, but then we saw that it was clearly beyond harassment, he says. In email correspondences with men, Roe, wow, so she actually talked to him. Roe, posing as Ruder, wrote that she had fantasies of being raped while her husband was at work. I love to be surprised to have a man just show up on my door, force his way into the door on me, and totally taking me while I say no. She wrote to one man who responded to her posting. Roe told another man to stop by the home any Monday, Friday, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. I like the element of surprise. The man asked for the location, and then she sent him the other people's house address. The same man emailed Roe a few weeks later asking if she was still available. The next day, Roe sent a reply. I'm available all week. Maybe we can have a nooner on your lunch hour. A few days later, the man went to the house, but she wasn't there. He sent an email letting her know he stopped by and that her gate was locked and he couldn't knock on the door or use the doorbell. Roe apologized to the man and said, we'll make it extra wild and worth your time. Because they had the fence and it, luckily they had the fence and the door locked. If You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if, if the fence wouldn't have been locked, he would have just drove in and raped that woman. Right. The man returned again to the house, but this time Rice was home. He told Roe he made an excuse for why he was really there and left so the husband must have been home roe later told the man that her husband sometimes dropped by during the day to catch her in the act but he won't intrude on us unless we want him to if we want him to join us he will she was determined to get this woman raped she knew what she was doing said McHugh. it it is one of those one of the most disturbing cases i've handled she really terrorizes young couple they have had to seek out counseling to cope with it uh, facing off, off in court at her sentencing hearing on Friday, Roe told Superior Court Judge Kathleen Lewis, just how much I wish I can go back and take all of this away from the Rices, all of this, all of the things I put them through. Yeah, right. The couple who had two young children didn't buy it. The purchase of a home, taking care of a toddler and a newborn. It was during this time while we were at our most vulnerable state that Miss Roe began her pattern of attacks. Roe's attorney, Brad Patton, said stress over caring for her severely disabled teenage daughter and ill husband caused Roe to name one of who was named one of San Diego's 50 best moms in 2006 by Time Warner Cable to snap. Under no circumstances did she intend or want any harm to be done to the owners of the house. Bullshit. Get the fuck out of here. Patton said once Roe's life became more manageable and she found a suitable home for her family, the prank stopped. Pranks. She stopped it on her own and then some of the pressures had... With some of the pressures that alleviated, he says, you look at the woman's life and there's nothing that remotely suggests her doing anything like this. She's been an outstanding mother and wife community member. It was totally out of her character. Man, if you don't get the fuck. Anyway, guess the race, guys, of Kathy Rowe, the the, uh, person who solicited rape to people because she didn't get a house. 
girl gone girl white one who thinks there's nothing wrong with naming a bell bonds business free at last white this oh lord <laughs> that's howard this woman has to be white because all the bad things in the world happen because of white women soccer mom that white woman is in one bad is one bad mother shut your mouth one who would have suck a nigga dick written on her birthday cake there ain't nothing caramel about that valley says shauna uh capable of buying a seven hundred thousand dollar house white it's just sunday and i'm already fed up with white people for the weeks that that white people e- that's white people evil she thought of a way to get somebody to rape somebody for for you for free evil caucasoid creepy single white female on, on fatal attraction single white female part two give me my give me that house yeah oh. only white people can do be this sinister cold white heart kathy the cack uh in defense of the attorney though you have to defend your con- oh we know devil's advocate and all that shit uh but still it was still a dumbass defense i'm gonna still call cat you gotta yeah i know you thought the same shit when i read that defense don't don't try to act like you don't know what's up lauren elsa from frozen white joffrey's mom the correct answer is white you all got it Coming up next on House Rapers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were looking at this uh, two-bedroom house right. over here in this particular neighborhood, but we think it might be outside of our price range of raping. Yeah, but we think we can get them out of there if we just, you know, solicit some rapes on Craigslist. You know, so coming up next on Flip This Rape, uh, we'll be right back. Um, all right, bonus round. <laughs> Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Bonus round of guess the race. Double the points. Double the race. So far, everybody's about two for two. Let's see where they go from here. Uh, Tennessee mom charged for allegedly punching her son because he was too gay. What? Nah, it goes, Karen. You could be too gay? At least he wasn't a black woman named Pam. I mean, what's gayer than that? Could have worked out even worse. That's true. Actually, I might be able to get this to play. Give me a second. Oh, yeah. Uh, Give me a second, everybody. Um, Here, listen to some music. Um, For the love. couldn't get it to work all right anyway memphis tennessee neighbors of jacqueline alexander are shocked any mother would beat her son for acting too feminine and too gay according to police alexander punched her son in the face around 11 p.m tuesday at their home no that's not right i mean that's her flesh and blood her son said to uh, neighbor tamika heard no that's not right police say alexander's son was lying in the bed when he when she accused him of being too feminine and gay 
one neighbor said you don't know who you are living around it's just terrible it is not clear how old alexander's son is but he appears to live with his mother it's shocking every time it happens but it's not new to us at the center said will black will bats who runs the memphis gay and lesbian center we hear a lot of stories about people who are assaulted by family members young people who are kicked out of their houses when they come out to a parent alexander is charged with domestic assault and is in jail on a thousand dollars bond her first court date was thursday february 19th did, he, uh, did she also try to put him in a trash can uh guess the race here ah! uh people in the chat room um one who wears an oversized pastel colored hat on t- sunday mornings oh cicely tyson black oh she killed it on how to get away with murder when the trash can is too small a sister has to just beat him down assault ape i mean asphalt ape uh throwing your son in the trash for being gay and m town is always black single mom black put him in the trash black pray to gay away black she made him feel mighty real delivered black she shouted you are delivered and she slapped him black while beating him he, she screamed about the sodomites black yeah he will be de- delivered black and black i wonder if you know what you think Reverend Dr. Man- James Manning got any uh, children? Never oh hear him talk my. about it. Black he and the, might. Yeah. Black and the gums. Uh, drippity drop, gay blood black, and loves a women's. The correct answer is, and you guys all got it right. It was a black woman, sadly. <laughs> I'll put yeah, a picture no matter in the how chat. crazy you are, some woman to be willing to sleep with you. Yeah, I guess so, man. Where was the father at? That was the clue. Really, I noticed none of y'all brought that up. Y'all should have been like, daddy wasn't around black. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not staying here raising this gay-ass son. Are y'all out y'all mind? Um, alright. Uh, last story. Alright. A man was arrested Monday after he confessed to shaking his son twice. Oh. He allegedly shook his three-month-old son out of aggression towards a video game system. And see, this is why you need to go ahead and spend $200 on Electro Baby Magnet 3000 Shaker. Right. Do you guarantee the, uh, the, the baby trying 3000 don't never shake the damn baby to death it sure won't because because it lost it madden jerry carrier 26 faces two charges of first degree assault at the incidents in newport and charleston or charlestown i'm sorry police said an ambulance service responded to a home with a for a three-month-old in distress early january the child was taken to new london hospital and then released the next day the baby was admitted to another medical center because he couldn't keep food down Two weeks later, police responded to a similar incident in Charlestown. Investigators said the baby's mother found the child unresponsive, blue, and not breathing. He was brought to a local hospital, and the injuries were found to be non-accidental trauma. Earlier this month, Carrie was arrested for a separate charge. A later interview, police said he confessed to the th- shaking the three-month-old twice out of aggression towards a video game system. Carrie is scheduled to be arraigned Wednesday. The baby is in, a st- is in state custody. Damn. For a fucking video game? Like, why won't Kevin Durant hit this three? Come here, little baby. I will shake the shit out of you, Black Dynamite Black. At least yeah. you, at least they didn't take the baby to a fashion show, Black. True. 
black black blue sounds like white guilt white gamers are a problem shut that nigger baby up black father in the baby's life white says brian p damn <laughs> to shake it to death oh we are so racist black but what about the babies white the correct answer is wait thought it was a black rumble controller black sick of campers in call of duty white the xbox killer you know they be cheesing in 2k uh the correct answer is actually he was a white man some of you did get it right though congratulations to y'all that uh got it right uh now it's time for of course sword ratchetness that little baby <laughs> like a Puerto Rican picture all right uh man armed with a samurai sword sparks major police presence on church street uh of course why not at least the cops took it seriously and came all the way out there to confront his ass police were called to reports of a man carrying a samurai sword in a busy drinking spot last night at least police at least police vehicles were seen in church street Harderpool as officers responded to concerns that a man was armed with a large blade police arrested a 31 year old man on suspicion of possessing an offensive weapon after the search ended at a nearby flat he was in police custody this morning nobody was injured during the incident that happened around 9 40 p.m a cleveland police spokeswoman said police received a report of a man believed to be in possession of a samurai sword in the church street area around 9 40 p.m last night tuesday february 19th he was detained in nearby flats and nobody was injured in the incident uh so there you go um and i'm glad they caught him man you never know with these people and you never know what they do i'm glad everybody took it seriously and nobody was injured uh and that they got him out of there all right man we'll be back tomorrow uh until then love you i love you too baby